Our time in Thrushmore. Do the wiggle. While brief so far, has been enlightening. I said back on the episode in season one when it happened, when you found your patient files, when you guys were over the moon to learn pretty much just your names. Really. We were all over the moon. You guys <laughs> were so excited for a glimpse into the backgrounds of who you once were. That's some classified documents right there. Oh, yeah. You've learned, you've learned quite a bit more about yourselves out here than you would ever have hoped to find in your clinical files back in Briarstone Asylum. But it's painting a rather more detailed picture. One that's a bit interesting, I imagine, for all of you so far. In these brief couple of days, a lot of things have happened. People have been in and out. There have been more than one strange, unexplained disappearance throughout the party. But as we start today's session, the disappearance we have to deal with immediately is far from unexplained. We know exactly what happened as a ball of flesh and mouths and eyes subsumed Marius entirely before falling off of the rotting and broken planks of Pier 17, 19, whatever number it was. 17, 17. You guys said 17. I have 19 written down here. I'll, go, I'll defer to you. 17. I need 18. us to start with a fun little group activity here. No. As you desperately <laughs> tried no. to follow after him, to save him from this fate, and... Within moments, the realization sinks in that there seems to be near nothing you can do. I need a stress check from everybody. Left <gasps> right. Yay. I'm I got a four. Not a lot of great numbers in here. That's great for me. Cammy? This is seven. Fourteen. 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 You're okay. Yeah. Oh. Whether that's, hey, we evened almost everybody out here. It's just Marius. Whether no, we're clinging. I am high. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not. Does that make it better? No. Well, maybe, maybe I'm feeling a little better than that. I feel that. like that situation would be three times as horrifying. Well, hold on, because I got to make a check before. <laughs> That's why I became addicted. As we oh, come, on, come in here, empty, alone, under the water, with the very late waning sun providing you little assistance here in the dark waters of the lake, but a shining, glowing handprint on the side of your boot can be quickly delivered <laughs> as you dove in. Who do we see here desperately trying to follow in the waters? Oh, it's desperately falling in the waters at this point. You see MD, our six foot eight, Oh, I'm stretching and I'm also flexing. It's a, it's a flex stretch. Um, oh, I didn't realize yeah. I was flexing. Uh, armor, oh. six foot eight, orcish rogue, covered in tattoos, a big, bulky man. And I'm really trying to make eye contact with you. We got table cam back and we need to find a better place for it because it's very in between us right now. Uh, so if you see me moving, that's why. <laughs> but I have good news. And that news is that saying Fox 10, blessed be on ye, MD. <gasps> Blessed Take this be. green card of power. Ooh. And the Ooh. next time you hit somebody really hard, you're going to hit them like 
really, really hard. hard. <laughs> Thanks, Sandbox. Meanwhile, I imagine still kneeling up on the moss-covered, soaked planks of this pier is another figure, much smaller, peering over the edge into the rippling, splashing waters where this orchid just disappeared. Who do we have? We see Cammy, an itty-bitty gnomish witch, um, looking desperately for her little ghoulish friend in the water who just seems to keep on getting in trouble lately. <laughs> Difficult. <laughs> little rascal. <laughs> and finally, uh, who... After this, probably still quite drunk from previous adventures of the pier, little shaken, heading off towards the very end of this walkway, after the prize you had been seeking when first you came here. Who do we have? Trey Huglum, six foot four, hobgoblin, shaved cat looking. Mess I hate the description, but I cannot disagree with it. I'm going to say it every time. Frontline fighter. A bit of a drunk stumble, definitely. There is a fourth figure here on the pier with you. Just a very average-looking man. A uh, very plain, normal-looking guy. Just Lose a, him in any crowd. Totally, yeah, totally regular-looking human dude. No distinguishing features whatsoever, really. Just a really basic guy. Average jawline. Uh, uh, completely average, average jawline. jawline. <laughs> average, <laughs> average hair, average eyes. <laughs> Easy. The, uh, <laughs> Every time he walks into a room, he has his own theme song. Playing. I cannot stress enough. If <laughs> every single one of us would fold, <laughs> if, if, this, <laughs> if what Bryn Drew walked into this room, it's game over. <laughs> Easy, your bard, standing almost in kind of a panic on the pier as well, not sure what to do. I'm uh, just looking back and forth between the group of you and the dark waters here. Absolutely, almost just overwhelmed by this. You see his mind racing a, a thousand miles a minute as Marius just disappears as quick as this horrible monster had arrived. And that is how we start our adventure today. This panic, this chaos. One of you in the water, just flailing realizing very abruptly that he is both wearing a heavy breastplate and maybe can't really swim anyway. But he's glowing. I he will is not glowing. my way. What do we do? He's positively glowing. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you do? What, what can you even do? Walk to the end of the pier <clears throat> and get the thing we even came out here for so this isn't a total loss. One man down, Trey's got his eye on the prize. What do you do? Can getting myself maybe. out of the water I first. <laughs> I reach my hands over the side like that. Immediately you realize this endeavor is fruitless as you see this dark mass receding across the bottom of this lake at a speed you could not hope to follow. You whip around and try to work your way up onto the pier. It is uh, very quickly you realize very possibly a fool's errand with how slick it is and how heavy you are in the water. Make me an athletic check. I, I can't help. Make me a check to aid. I will help. She can. Aid first. No, aid I can't first. be You helped. can't be aided. Oh, yeah. 14. Wait, do I... Let's not add my athletics. Never mind. Athletics? Actually, I won't ask that. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
What's your athletics? It's minus one. So. Oh, that's a 13. So 13. Cammy's reaching down trying to help. She is small and got tiny little hands and short little arms. Um, uh, and huge muscles. And huge um, muscles. That's, yes. she that's why she, she can't pull up. I'm having difficulty getting the huge <laughs> muscles to you right now. What do you got? I rolled an 11 on the die for a total of a 24. A 24? You may not be great at swimming, but you are very strong. And even with the nature of this pier, with how slick the boards are, there are individual boards. There's there's plenty for you to grab onto and just haul your weight up. And once you get that breastplate up, crested over the top of that pier, you're pretty much good to go. Cammy, you feel just kind of grabbing onto the straps at the top of your breastplate. She's not really helping, but she feels like you feel like you're giving you everything. <laughs> Spider-Man just... Like a 10-pound spaniel. I'll save you! <laughs> You get back up on the pier, absolutely soaked, uh, suddenly quite cold, even with just the gentle breeze blowing through Thrushmore here in the fall. Uh, Easy still staying there, kind of blank-faced, and you look and see Trey at the end of the pier, just back to chopping. Fred Destiny hacking away at the planks. Um. <sighs> Thanks, Cammy, for the help. Of course. Hey, Trey, I think Marius is gone. Oh, he's a ghoul. He'll be fine. Nah. Can, does he still breathe? That's <clears throat> what I'm asking. I don't is know that offensive? Is that, <laughs> I mean, is that like a is problem? Is racist to ask this? <laughs> I'm not racist, but does he still need to breathe? <laughs> <laughs> he's I'm, like dead, right? I'm pretty sure he's dead. So like then. He'll be fine. That thing was probably almost dead. Make a religion check for me at a minus one. Because <laughs> I'm just you thinking about it. You can ask him to make a check. <laughs> he's, well, if he's trying to think, I mean, no. But uh, if you're supposed to investigating, you're trying to figure this out, you... Like, I'll stop and sit and drunkenly think for a second. <laughs> you don't really know the specific physiology perfect, of a Perfect, ghoul. so he, can, like, he doesn't need to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> he's fine. He's you know, needing living. to eat seems to be the singular driving motivation exactly. of his existence. So, like, oh, he definitely he just, he, he'll eat himself out. I, I will willingly <laughs> take like a critical failure pop. and <laughs> just spew some nonsense about that. <laughs> to his way out of the meatball, yeah. he's gonna be. He's fine. hungry. Actually, I <laughs> feel way better place. now. Actually, he's in he's in heaven right now. <laughs> One way or another, like just <laughs> rolling. <laughs> He's in a better oh. place. He's just rolling down the Golden Corral buffet line, face first. Exactly. Man. He's, he's, having a, he's having a great day, and he may survive it. Hey, at, least it's, <laughs> at least it's fresh water, not salt water. If the, he dies, he's really going to die happy. That's any of us can ask for. Like, <laughs> he could just drink his way out. It's fresh water. Yeah. It's not salt water. Honestly, this situation is becoming less and less of a problem He's going to eat eyes. the flesh pile, and then he's going to drink his way out of the lake. What's the worst that could happen? After that There's much food, food and water. You need food and water. Yeah, after that much food, you're going to have quite a lot of thirst. Easy, inhale it. kind of stammering to himself. Uh, I'm going to give him clearly looking very much to have uh, not succeeded on this stress check. <gasps> Is going to have an idea, and you get part of it out of him as he quickly hurries off of the pier. He seems to know some people and may be able to fetch some help. Well, we're gonna. I keep getting the 
the thing. I guess there's not really because he, he just takes off. So. Oh, he's, he's he's going at this point. Even the ripples of the water where MD had climbed out are <clears throat> replaced by just the gentle lapping of the water on the shores. No sign of where Marius had gone. No sign of this thing resurfacing again or any way you could follow it. There's little to do unless any of you's got a brilliant idea. Mm. No, not really. I'm not, not a that thinker. the speed just said it was moving. Do you think that the person he's asking for help? <laughs> oh, <laughs> his friend, <laughs> yeah. Hey, Trey, what's so important out here? Not sure yet. At this point, you would have it mostly revealed, and as MD asks, you could reach down and pull out a kind of lumpy like burlap and then leather-wrapped wad is kind of the best way to put it. It's maybe about the size of a basketball. It definitely jingles with a sound of metal as you pick it up. Jingles and clanks. And it's not heavy, but it's certainly got some weight to it. Uh, peeling away a couple layers of this, like in the burlap and the leather that are wrapped around this is kind of oiled skin to make it not waterproof, but you know, like a little better. You can see that you didn't do a fantastic job of that as the inside of it's definitely got a fair bit of the lake water in here. But it is a helmet. It is a heavy steel plate helmet. It's very oddly shaped. It's wide. It's got two huge notches on either side that if you immediately just Put it on. It seems like it would fit. Would fit right around your ears. Huh. As you turn it over, drunk as you are, a handful of other stuff tumbles out of the helmet onto the <laughs> boards of the pier as you just kind of wordlessly put the helmet on your head. It's like a kid cleaning the room. <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of crap that was stuffed up in there. You see what looks like a squarish, rounded corner rock about the size of your palm. Uh, there was a small pouch that spills out a couple of coins as it tumbles across the pier. And there is a very wide, thick, pretty hefty silver bracelet. Pretty. What are the coins? Like, are they just coins? <laughs> yeah, looking out of the pouch, it would be about 14 gold, 35 silver, just some cash in a pouch. Do you want the bracelet? Does it look me-sized? Uh, I mean, it's a bracelet. It's would be more of kind of a bangle on Cammy, but you could fit it on, like, anybody. It's... It's not. <laughs> yes. It's not particularly pretty. It's very plain. I, mean, I don't uh, have a use for it. Don't say that. It's like, beautiful. <laughs> don't talk mean like that. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm gonna put it on. As you put this bracelet on, you would immediately feel something. Oh no! Necklace of fireballs. Oh shoot! Now I have a new system I came up with pretty recently uh, that I think is going to be a oh, solid yeah, here, idea for everybody for tracking and figuring out things that you find. Hey, you have a silver bracelet. Since you put it on, you can take that paper cliff off, undo one fold, 
and then put it right back on. And that will tell you, which you can then present. Because one of the big problems with identification checks to me, at least from like a show and a flow perspective, is no matter what, I have to tell you what it does. And then if you, or what you feel, and then what do you do? Just say that again to the party? Yeah. Now it's entirely in your hands because it's all right there. Hmm. I don't have to say anything. Show the it cam. Says, it says you feel strong, strangely quick on your feet, almost lighter. So I'm going to have one of those for nearly every strange magical or chemical item that you find. You don't feel anything special about your helmet other than it fits pretty well. Damn. Uh, the inside of it has some like rough leather padding, but not much. It's clearly not made for comfort. It's made to be effective, but it does fit you very well. As I, soon as Cammy puts it on, she's like, oh, that's <laughs> an <laughs> Do you want to race? <laughs> I guess all of this was mine. I'm assuming so. She jumps, but it's like a little Yoshi jump where her feet twiddle because. <laughs> <laughs> Kicks her little feet and comes back down. <laughs> Make me an acrobatics check. Oh no. <laughs> jump on the Still like a very slimy dog. Oh no. Um. That, mm. 11. As you jump up, you do almost spring a little higher than oh. you would expect to. Uh, you do it half jokingly, but it does bounce you upward and you come back down onto this slimy dock and absolutely eat it. Nice. This, this <laughs> dock is hard to walk across. And when you come down from that still kind of startled your feet, a kick and you hit and you slip and you just, it is an audible crack <laughs> as you hit the dock. You take five points of bludgeoning. Okay, that's <laughs> understandable. Let's <laughs> not jump on the slick, slippery ah! dock. <laughs> I'm fine. Are you, you sure we heard a crack? No. No. <laughs> are, you, are you sure? No. Um, My back hurts. I guess I'll look at the square rock. Can we get off the slimy dock? You can keep these yeah. together and yeah. just keep them face down for now. Uh, but mm. you get a decent image of what you have here. Rocks. You, uh, it's a it's, square rock. It is a square <gasps> rock that looks it's like it has something engraved into the front of it, almost sort of in the shape of a banner or a shield uh, with a couple of other carves across its face. It doesn't make any kind of a sigil or symbol that you immediately recognize, uh, but it looks, and it's, uh, it's not- a square symbol. Crude's not the correct word, but it's, again, not particularly intricate or pretty. You, you might, you might even call that a little like, I don't know, runic. Almost, yeah. Yeah. Uh, holding in your hand does not appear. You don't feel anything. It doesn't appear to do anything. You know, you know what I might call this? A rune stone. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a rune it's engraved a stone in a stone. That has, yeah. yeah, that's a pretty accurate <laughs> description of what it looks like in your hand. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that funny? That's pretty neat. That's that's a good. That's a good. I, I wonder term what else might also title. be called rune stones. All right then. So I'll just keep those face down right. And you there. said while they're looking at all that, the sun is starting to set. Uh, yeah, the sun has not really set yet. The colors are sort of starting to come through the sky, but because the area around Thrushmore is so heavily wooded, the whole of the town at this point is in shadow because the sun has dipped below the tree line. Oh. What it's do you as, think? It's as good a time as ever is. it's going to be for the rocks. You still have and, an helmet on? Uh, yeah. That's not coming off for Fair a while. <laughs> 
Alright. Well, the, the lights should be there. Unless we want to look at this stuff real quick. I mean, Gesundheit. Um, Just kind of, as we're talking, trying to work off the dock, because it's very slippy. So you've got a couple of things with you now that are strange and interesting, and this hasn't come up a ton, because through most of book one, A, there wasn't really a lot to be found, and B, we had a lot of people to help us. But, when you have a strange thing, and you want to figure out what the strange thing is, step one is, Cammy. I'm sure you have either Detect Magic or Read Aura. I have Probably Read Aura. I think I gave you guys both Read Aura just because Detect Magic was too, like, blanket. You can use that cantrip to immediately determine whether an item specifically is magical and what kind of an aura it has. And you can take <clears throat> ten minutes with that as an exploration activity. So you can, like, do it while you're walking. You don't have to sit down. It's just an exploration mode activity. You can just be working on identifying things to attempt to figure out what something does. Excellent. I would definitely do that. I'll just kind of be looking at my new bracelet. Okay. So as you are walking, what is your... Um, I imagine the cultism is probably your best of the identifying skills. Oh, yeah. I well, also Arcana is also... That's a plus 13. It's either or. Okay, yeah. I also have both of those. Fair enough. Do you have Detect Magic or Read Aura? No, but if she tells me it's magical, I can th just think about what it is. That's just identifying. That's you, can try, yeah, you can try to like, you can play with it and <laughs> try yeah. to figure it out. Uh, what's, so 13 you said? Yes. And this is, uh, I will go this. That's for the bracelet. Okay, yes. Doki, this is for the bracelet. Is that guiding your 13. friend while they're texting on the phone? Is that, yeah. There's a pole, push him over to the side <laughs> a little bit. I'm like really looking closely at the bracelet. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, mag it's magical, I guess. Is it magical? I'm assuming. I can bada read on it. Okay. <laughs> uh, with your aura reading, you can tell that there is a <clears throat> not elaborate, but effective shimmer of abjuration across this bracelet, an enchantment of some kind to hmm. enhance its wear. And you can actually unfold that one more step. Yes! And then for these, I have crafting, occultism, and arcana. All plus two. Just the one more time? Just one more time, Just yeah. one more time. Let me get that back on there. I would let you do it with crafting, with that little rock. I know, Ra, you're not supposed to, but I'd let, let, let it happen. Well, they're all plus 10. Oh, so, so okay, fair enough. Well, just whatever is applicable. Then we'll say it's crafting for cool flavor, even Works though it me. doesn't actually matter. <laughs> so yeah. the number is what I need. Uh, ooh, okay. Yeah, these are, I mean, these were once yours. So uh, looking them over, the symbol on this stone here does definitely look more like a shield and looking at it with your knowledge of crafting the the lines that are kind of carved and guided across it would would be like bracing reinforcement that would make it stronger this is some strange kind of stone that perhaps holds a rune of <sighs> some kind a rune that may be able to enhance your defenses you can just go ahead and look at those it's simple enough you can i just gave you the card okay donkey Okay. Yes. Wow. Mine says success plus one to acrobatics, and then for an action, you can bounce on your feet, ready to dodge incoming attacks. And the other fun thing about this is that I can give you like the half knowledge that not getting a critical success would give you, but I don't have to remember exactly what it does actually do or what I told you yeah. <laughs> because it's on there. So way less bookkeeping for me. Not like the force shield. Not like the force shield. This is, I think, a great... I like these little cards. Well, this is this mm -hmm. is a neat idea. I'm a fan of this one. 
And then you just have a reference card for whatever yeah. little items you get. That is cool. Am I supposed to have a runestone and the armor? It is a rune on a runestone. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Because this I goes mean, away when it, it gets... will go away. But right. like, I was is, just making sure I was supposed to have But that is just what you have. Okie dokie. Neat. So where are you headed hmm. as you walk, as you look through these stones? Spooky lights. You've heard of the spooky lights. You got some general direction, so you're just kind of heading like general direction of spooky of lights. The coast. Fair enough. Yep. Making your way up there, hoping something will become apparent. You know, you'll, your journey will figure itself out on the way there. Hopefully, as they're walking, they're working on identifying these objects they found in Trey's little cache here. What are you doing, MD? I'm just guiding them. While they're just staring at blindly the looking like, down, making sure they're tripping over tree roots yeah, and stuff. Yeah, to the left, to the right. Take it back, no y'all. <laughs> As you head out of the town, if you wanted to stay near the coast or inside of the coast, you would need to leave the roads that head out of Thrushmore pretty quickly. Uh, the roads do cut a fair degree inland, and whatever you're looking for sounds like it's on the shores of the lake, so you would be picking your way through the weeds. Mm-hmm. You'd be through the wilds, through the berms of these trees, through the roots and the undergrowth. While it's not absurdly overgrown, it is a forest, not a horrible swamp you're making your way through, it would be somewhat slow going, especially as night starts to fall, because even with your dark vision, uh, the loss of color in the environment does still make it a lot harder to uh, to pick out where things are. It would affect your depth perception pretty significantly. Uh, you're definitely a little worse off still without light. And Cammy w- over here... I was going to say tell that to dogs, but then you even... see dogs run into walls all the time. Yes, I have yep, I have a dog, and I can confirm that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cammy here doesn't even quite have that. You... See no sign of easy returning from wherever he went to go fetch aid. So it's just the three of you. Normally he's got the lamp on his belt. You're going to need some kind of light when the sun goes down. And he's glowing. It's going to get real dark. You got glowing foot? You just keeping the glowing foot going? I <laughs> just follow his foot. <laughs> I feel like we should have really gotten a boat and just... Uh, it's too late for that. We're already over here. You would be picking your way through the weeds for a while or quite some time looking for something, any sign of whatever this light is. Doing it from the land, yeah, you can't really see that far ahead. The banks of the lake kind of weave and turn. And from some places, you'll get to a point and you can see a decent way, a curving area around a smaller inlet or bay, seeing a stretch of shore for some 50, 100 yards. And then hike your way around that to the end, too. You'd be going for probably the better part of an hour with nothing really noteworthy to speak of. But then, as you come to one of these many little points, one of these just outer edges of this winding bay, or the winding banks, rather, you would see a stretch of shore to your right, and you would see a light out ahead of you. Dimly flickering and glowing amongst the trees. You surely are much closer to it than the fisherman that had seen it before. It's maybe some 70 yards away. And from here, the orange and amber hues it casts out, flickering across the water and dancing through the boughs of the trees, looks just like torchlight. 
No. <laughs> he put that back. <laughs> no. I didn't say no. anything quite yet because I want to see if there's like something specific you're reading out. I don't know. Uh, that was a. It's um, weird. I'm just if, if if you're just continuing on keeping on, then uh, hey, at this point you would certainly have uh, long since finished identifying Jamie, various you items. Yeah. Put the light out on my foot. Oh yeah, I'd like brush it off. <laughs> As you brush it off, the world would go almost entirely dark to you. Uh, there would be maybe a quarter moon overhead low in the horizon that's now all the light that you have to look like with your low light vision it's workable uh but i mean it still looks fairly dark i kind of <laughs> I, I brush it off of your foot and then kind of sit for a second and then i just kind of slowly scooch a little bit closer <laughs> to you and kind of like put my hand down next to the bench like, like <laughs> fortunately you're not a sad little human out here just completely blind like and you have patting around like, help so, <laughs> i mean even a human can see a little bit when there's a quarter moon out so yeah, low light's not going to be blind forest is going to be yeah. pretty dark with, with low light vision i'd imagine like you said it's workable it's workable right it, uh, like makes it from a quarter moon to like almost something like a full moon so that's what i imagine Cammy's seeing right now through the trees uh so it's again you could you can still walk you can still work with that it's just it's not a lot for sure i'm yeah. gonna change what i'm my exploration activity is sneaking i'm gonna go take a closer look you stay close to Cammy. all right you two gonna hang back i would investigate okay so investigate glowy lights but i i'll just be keeping a lookout i'll be scooting okay uh so the two of you, are you staying back here where you first see this flickering light and just Just in case. Got Red Destiny forward. in one hand and got my new big old pokey stick in the other. You got double stabbers. No reason not to. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of like reach over, like, okay, I can see him better than this, but kind of like shaky, like not, <laughs> like a little scared, kind of fumbling over. I'm going to slide the bracelet onto your hand. Just like, I don't want to get close. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and something about this, even as it slides over your fist, would again like the helmet feel somewhat familiar to you like it just something that should be there like it's something that's usually there but md without a further word would creep off through the trees himself uh picking his way forward closer to this flickering light and uh, working away around the light seems to be very very close to the water itself the very edge of the shore so there's not like a place where you can really get out super hidden and, and see it without being extremely close to it, like within 10 or 15 feet to still have like a tree or something that you can at least creep behind because it's it's on the edge of the water. We are getting close. Fair enough. We know no fear. As I've described it a couple of times, the shores of the lake here are not gentle beaches. There are many places, craggy and little cliffs, and this place is no exception. Uh, where the light's coming out from, the earth juts up from the lake some 15 feet in a sheer embankment that you're working your way down until you can see a little inlet carved into the front of it where the light is. A small strip of muddy sand completely choked with reeds and overgrowth. And a cavern set into the earthy face. The light is coming from what looks to be a single torch placed inside this cave 
its firelight just filtering out through a like sheet of vines hanging down over the entrance that would all but obscure it were it not for the light sat behind it. It does give it a somewhat almost ethereal appearance, filtering through all of these vines and weeds, almost like a curtain over the front of this cave onto the slowly rolling surface of the lake. I'm gonna keep inching forward slowly. As you move forward, the torch attacks. Make me a stealth check. Uh huh. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> mm, all right, so one? we're gonna go ahead and yeah, that's the one. We're gonna go and Scott from South Dakota's little hero point he gave me. Tumbling through is not that important. No, no, no. We're gonna tumble through the stealth check. You don't have to tumble through if they don't see you. The one. You didn't do that again. Didn't do that again. <laughs> point Are you in the so timeline. <laughs> Oh, the one into one. Oh, it's been a minute since I've seen that one. You just saw that one. One into one is mm. what, one in four hundred. Yeah. You. So what's the it total? Happens. Um, a total. <laughs> a total <laughs> is a thirteen. Total. Thirteen. Thirteen yep. plus down a degree of success. Okay. As you sneak forward, really just trying to edge your way up the shore. Uh, this kind of weedy sand is, is a little difficult to find purchase in, and you feel your feet kind of slipping a little bit. Uh, you're kind of up against the embankment, trying your best to stay concealed. As you peer around into this cavern and just sort of gently, with one hand, move some of these vines out of the way to give yourself a better view. And as you brush these vines aside, they instantly, violently react, whipping and whirling <gasps> up around your arm and your body. Oh, no. Does a 19 hit you? A 19 does not hit me. You quickly mm-hmm. jerk back, but you realize immediately as you kind of twist back from this thing, that the full breadth of this mass of foliage over the front of the cave is pulling in, writhing, whirling, like a mass of tentacles towards you. Real quick, roll me an initiative check just to see who comes first here. Just like for fun? <laughs> roll 19 on the high right there. So 29 total. 29? Would certainly be you first. Why don't you two roll them too? Just uh, okay. Just uh, for fun though. Scouting. Right? Funsies, just for okay. funsies. You're scouting, so you two. Would I'm, get a plus I'm watching one. what he's doing, yeah. so we get a plus one. Oh, okay. The Cami and Trey would get a plus one because that doesn't help because I wasn't expecting. You're very, oh my gosh, people! You're trying to watch <laughs> something. What I got a one. What the hell? Why not? <laughs> I, it's fine to be spent here because I'm not going to catch up to that anyway. That's fair, Cami. I got a 13 on the die, so 24. And you got a 20 bazillion? I got a 29, yeah. So as you see this... initiative, it's fine. People. You realize this is not just a plant. This is alive. This is a creature of some kind, and it is grasping for you. As you go to react, you feel all of the reeds and growth and this whole sandy beach around your feet also start to writhe and reach 
and wrap around your boots Ooh. and your ankles. Make me a That's reflex a save. That's the sound of his ankles being snapped. Okay. Um, <laughs> no. A total of a 21. Uh, okay. Nine on the die. On the 21, the plants on the ground seem to be animated, but not part of this creature. And they are just kind of loose plants in sand. You quickly yank your feet back before they can get a real firm hold on you. But if you remain here, it's going to get rough. This monster is made of latex. What do you do? Um, what do I do? I'm going to attempt to get away. I'm going to let out a sharp whistle and tell training came to stay, stay back. There are like seven yeah, yards. Yeah, don't away. even don't <laughs> even come this way because Trey's watching. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm going to attempt to just pick my way out, to skip back up away from this. Fair enough. Um, you use your three actions all just to retreat back around the embankment here. MD's a favorite has been since Extinction Curse. Let's hope this reroll doesn't make it worse. We're getting all the rhymes coming out of the hero points here. <laughs> Scott in South Dakota. Here since the Aura days, trying to keep oh. you alive there. Take that back. Rage and fury. The red pill descends. So as you try to retreat back from this, the two of you, 70 feet out, would hear this voice kind of carry across the water as he calls out. And you would... Drain to see anything happening. It's far enough away and through so much like woodline that you can't see him yet until the end of this turn here when you see him coming out across the embankment, uh, starting to come back around into view. Let's do this. Roll me an athletic check, sir. That's me. 13 on the die for 26 total. 26? As you be good at those. <laughs> work your He's way out <laughs> and quickly retreat back and away. Fortunately, this creature does not seem to be quick, whatever it is. You feel it. You hear it writhing through the sand, grasping across the dirt behind you, attempting to follow for a few moments before you break away back into the wood line out around this embankment face and back up into the trees. At which point you still, I'm sure, run a few moments further before looking back. It doesn't appear to be chasing you. Oh, that was unsettling. Um, to the best of my knowledge, most of my memory, I'm going to recall the vines, the creature. Seems almost like a guard dog, really. It kind of does. That. What's your nature? <laughs> My nature is a zero. Sick. So I'll a just, one. Sorry. A one. My wisdom went up. <laughs> His nature is kind. <laughs> His nature is friendly. Yeah, you've got no idea. No. You, That's uh, a plant. It's a plant. Uh, yeah, a plant seeming to come to life, attempts to grab you, and then pursue you for a few moments is a horror with which you are somewhat unfamiliar. Hmm. Um... Well, I still want to go uh, check out the cave. Yeah. Yeah, after a few moments, he'll make his way back to the group of you. Yeah. Why don't we just shoot it from a distance? Can you shoot a plant? Can we get a good angle? We're, That's the question. I feel like it find be... somewhere you can see this cavern without having to be basically in the mouth of it. We should have really brought a boat. I can just walk up and cut it. Yeah. 
I mean, it's a plant. It's a plant. Just oh, watch out for the sandy area around the two. All the plants seem to animate around it. They get graspy. And so, you and I cut it. We have you just in the edge of the water. Simple enough. I'm fine to hang back. That's cool. That sounds great, actually. I'm very easy to grasp. <laughs> very grabbable. <laughs> no, you can put your light back on now, too. Okay. Would I kind of, like, straighten out my little bow and make it glow. Would it be like possible to <laughs> approach it from, like, above and to the side? Like, above the cave? I mean, you could try to climb down the embankment, yeah. It is... Like how I guess tall. It's probably about twenty feet is the, the total height of this. It is uh, kind it's, of it's it's kind of into a big like roll. It's a, where the ground surges up a good deal. I mean, high enough to have a cave like this, yeah, fully exposed above the water. So you'd be climbing down like ten. It's easier just to go to it through to the shallow water. So from here, red destiny in one hand, pokey stick in the other. Got I I can. Poke it from there. And the group of you approaching the cave once again with MD's warning, now fully knowing that there is something here. Like from the edge of the water, does it react? It does not. I want to poke it. Okay. Like, uh, give me uh, a attack roll. Yeah. Natural 20. Ooh, okay. okay. Give me some give me some damage. Oh, oh. You gotta bless! Give me some big damage! What happens? So this is piercing damage. Um, I gain a plus two circumstance bonus to all attack rolls until the end of my next turn. Fair enough. That's pretty good. That's probably pretty I'll good, because I'm pretty sure we're gonna have it next turn. But uh Alrighty. Give me some damage. It definitely will take a crit. <laughs> so that will be uh, <laughs> 14 damage. He cries out, No, my pencil. In a soft voice. But you take a Did moment here, realizing it, it doesn't attack you, it doesn't move towards you. You all pile up on the beach and you wait a moment, expecting it to come at you again, even sitting right outside, well in range of your spear. Doesn't move at all. And for a moment, you even possibly start to question. MD, well, what you find, look, you take, you have time to look at it and find the thickest mass of this you can and thrust your spear straight in. It's absolutely going to take 14 points of damage. And as you strike it, all of the vines hanging down, this whole curtain over the cave, are going to lash and writhe in agony as you're absolutely going to roll initiative now. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Can I use my attack roll for initiative? <laughs> no. Oh, cool. That's but only- you will get that bless bonus throughout this whole turn. Yeah. Oh, so it's till the end of my next turn. Till the end of your next turn? Yeah, I'll even give it to you for the first two turns. Yeah, using it in like a pre-attack before mm-hmm. we even rolled, really. Trey, what's your uh, total? Uh, 26. Yeah, that's fair. You're already stabbing it. Cammy. Uh, 11 on the die. Oh, so 27. Sorry. 22. 22, 27, MD. I'm kind of questioning myself. It's a 14. <laughs> 14. And this thing. Total? Yes, <laughs> I rolled a four. Dang. I can only roll Dang. high when I'm by you myself. 27. So did he. Mm. Oh. Moment. I always like to point out moments where that one feat that makes you Are win ties would come in. Are we still exploration activity Yes. 
I was scouting 28. Yeah, that was your 27, wasn't it? 28. What was the 27? I went up a level, so my perception oh. went to 8. Well, 28 with go, a plus buddy. one from scouting. Here you go. Yeah. Already, as it rides, your spear is buried inside it. He looks like the Lorax. So now that it has... <laughs> you might not know what a Lorax is. He kind of like... That's like, like, like little feet there at what? the front. What? Cat beast thing. It's... Right at the front, little feet kind of look like I the Lorax. Know. Those little roots. I'm going to have to... I yeah, think I'm going to have to disagree on this I one. Feel, well, this is a horrible I feel like... I am the Lorax, and I speak for the trees. Yes. It's like a pile of vines, and it's upset. I'm getting Lorax energy. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's just you, but all right, Trey. Uh, I'm the one who has Reed Aura at this <laughs> table, okay? Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, just got us there. Well, I, you, you know what I'm doing. I'm going to stab it probably with a plus two. Yeah. Circumstance bonus. Uh, specifically, I'm going to use Knockdown. Fair. And then I'm going to poke it again, but Knockdown... Oh my gosh. I'm going to put my cards away. I don't think that so we're going to So I rolled a 20 <laughs> to hit it, and then I rolled a 19 for initiative, and then I rolled a 20 to hit it. It's, it's the two ones I rolled earlier. Your, your oh, spear's um, already in there. It's clumsy one twice now. It doesn't, oh, the, it doesn't from stack. The, uh, crit weapon special, or crit spec now. Yep. Right, fair crit enough. Uh, it's going to take the same damage, another 14, piercing. Another 14, let me find my clumsy nice. card. And then it's a clumsy pile of spaghetti. I get to make a trip attempt. And you get a degree of success better. Natural one. <laughs> Bouncing all things. <laughs> Do you drop the weapon or does it drop you? Uh, you said a degree of success better. That's fair. Regular failure. Good thing you rolled that natural 20. Um, you try to pull it down, but perhaps underestimating. I'm going to re-roll it. No, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know a one critically fell, so you can, you can throw that. You know what a one does? Yeah. Into a 13 for a... Okay, 26. Yeah, uh, that's going to succeed, so critically succeed, because you had crit him. Cool, so it day. takes a d6 plus my strength modifier. Three damage. And for six damage. Six points of damage. And as you pull it, almost harpooning it, yeah, just spearing boom. this thing, the whole mass of it falls off the top of the cave and just splays out on the sand and across the mouth of the cave in front of you. Just a pile of vines and growth. Eep. Well, you, you know what I'm going to do. Is it poke it? I'm going to poke it. All right, you got plus two circumstance bonus. And it's, and it's, it's flat-footed. It's, flat it's, flat it's clumsy, so it's at a minus three. <laughs> but I'm swinging at a plus yeah, seven. Fred, just take us down. It's <laughs> not going to get to us. Including this. To be fair, I'm not hitting very hard because there's no runes on the spear. Not yet. <laughs> uh, and the third one will miss with a total of 13. Yeah, 13. It's not quite that bad with a 13. But as you continue trying to keep the thing pinned down, you find that it doesn't really have like a nucleus. There's not really that much of a center of the thing. So your spear is poking through it. You're definitely, it's clearly reacting. You're doing a lot of damage. But it rides and pulls itself kind of back up, rising up in a just mass of vines, which is going to provoke. So that's going to be, an, pretty sure that's crit again, because that's an 18 plus a 17. Yeah, that's crit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the third crit of the first 15 Howdy seconds. How How's your day been, Colby? So <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. 19 damage. Up. 
Just want to point out it has 53 damage on it already. <laughs> How's the wife and it is the first I'm a point fighter. of initiative <laughs> in the first turn. <laughs> 53 damage here so far on this thing. So this is what a damn spear is supposed to do. But as it gets up, <laughs> so I picked up a spear. Crit, 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 crit. Are all of the... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is great. I yeah, love this. Like no, he was planning on not putting the runes on it until after he knew he was good like, with it. I like this, but I like this. Yeah. <laughs> like, pulls itself up just like what MD had described. The reeds and the growth and the sand starts to reach and wind its way up around all of your ankles. Even Cammy, hey, hey, back hey. in the water, feels the weeds beneath no. the surface sliming across her ankles and her shins. Everybody make me reflex save. Okay. Man, I'm getting really good at these. You are a rogue. You're supposed to be good at I them. rolled a 14 total. Oh, it was sarcasm. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, I got a 25. 25. You're fine, Cammy. I got a 10 on the die, 19. 19? Uh, Cammy. Okay. And MD are both going to feel these plants start to grab and hold your feet down, uh, making it difficult for you to move. You are not immobilized, but your speed is greatly reduced uh, as they pull and grab at you. I'm a spellcaster. And as this <laughs> you don't need massive things gets itself up, it just lashes out back at tray. Uh, vines whipping towards you. 22. For a 20 to hit. Uh, another spray of them all just sort of reaching out towards MD, seemingly with no particular focus for definitely not hitting. Uh, Scale mail's nice. It's seeming like it's not controlled particularly well. Whatever this thing is, it's just sort of grasping and reaching fairly ineffectively. Cammy. Oh, excellent. Uh, I, I could... You can just take a vacation. I got this. I you do look... get a turn, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, I didn't think we'd make I kind of take a look down at my new duds, my new boots. I'm <laughs> like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, you're doing great. You're stoked. He <laughs> oh. was already stoked. Easiest decision. <laughs> I know how to end it. Um, and then uh, I'm going to look at the creature and kind of watching it like flail all of its little vines around and stuff in this sort of dizzying fashion. I'm going to kind of focus on that and channel a daze through its own sort right. of like erratic, crazy movement. That's a will save. You pull up this magic and focus on this thing and cast it out and just feel nothing. Like you had just cast it on a wall or into the air. Hmm. Timeless. That is going to just fail. It has no thinky parts. MD. I see. Um, <laughs> it is completely I'm, mindless. I've discovered <laughs> a got, little bird just told me. <laughs> I got a knife and a fist and a dream. So I'm going to move five feet up to be next to it. Um, I like the little vines we got on the slowed guys. That's right, neat. Right, got the little neat. grabby vines. Oh. Um, and I'm going to attempt to create an opening and look for a weak point while I'm doing it. I'm going to twin feints. I'm going to punch with my fist and then Kay. stab with the knife. Um, for an, a one on the fist. 
Um, fist is just gonna kind of swing, but it's just like it's just it's a mass of wilding, like winding vines. Yeah, I mean, there's like nothing to punch. Really. Yeah, it's, well, this is a distraction for trying to see if I can precision it. Um, so for the second strike, because it doesn't matter if the first one yeah, missed. For my next trick. For yeah. my next trick, knife. For a cock to one. <laughs> there's no way. There's no way. No, it's no, a no. One. That's fair. Twenty, twenty, twenty. You rolled four now. One. Another one. You've only rolled five dice. <laughs> You've rolled poor nat ones. All right, Colby. Wait, 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 Gary. My friend Gary Pillar <laughs> gave me this card, and I wanted to save it for something important. He didn't want you to roll four nat ones in a he row. He did not. <laughs> he wouldn't. Yeah, Bobby rolled four nat ones in a row. This. Um, it's worse if this becomes up a one because then it was a, a preordained event. The thirteen on the die. Okay. Um, plus ten, so twenty-six. Sure. 26. And if it's flat-footed. Flat-footed will, flat-footed and clumsy still, will critically hit. And it, Scott in South Dakota, this is for Trey. Up. Because I know he will play. It's flat-footed because he's twin-fainted. Mm, twin-faint. Yep. Uh, so. Oh, I will absolutely use these if they are given to me. Um, so let me make sure. Another rhyme. So Thank you, Scott. Reckless is Charge. It? Was that wise? No, but it worked. <laughs> and it can take precision damage? It can take precision okay. damage, yes. Um... Two, four, five, nine, eighteen. As your knife cuts through this, the uh, slashing damage of your knife just swinging away rips through the cords, the individual vines that seem to make up the mass of this thing. How do you end this? <laughs> just wildly flailing. All me. Just <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's done. And as you... Lash through tendril after tendril, them dropping lifeless to the ground, the plants around you starting to recede, and this thing in seconds is just a heap of weeds at the front of this cavern. Motionless as it should be. Excellent job, gentlemen. I'm glad job. we all contributed equally <laughs> to this effort. Good job, Trey. I'm going to look at my new stick, and I'm going to look at Red Destiny. I'm going to look back at my new oh, stick, no. and I'm just going to Put Red Destiny away. It's just stick time now. Um, it does seem like it's a pretty good stick. That convinced me fully Red Destiny is obsolete. <laughs> Pokey if stick. The old one is out, the new one is in. Yeah, Pokey stick is the Friendship epitome. ended with Red Destiny. Now Pokey stick is my best friend. You just broke exactly. up with Red Destiny. Is Red Destiny did. was so last season. <laughs> Red's totally not your color anyways. Um, it's green. But I just walked up era. and stabbed it and crit three times I'm before it got to do anything. Yeah, no, you did like 80% of its health before it had a turn. Yes, that's accurate. That's Channel fighter. That's fighter man. Fighter, sometimes fighter man is fighter man. It happens. Right then. Fair enough. Mouth of the cave here, this torch now clearly revealed to the lake and to the outside without this sheet of vines in front of it. You can see that the cavern is surprisingly kind of spacious. It's not tall. The opening's maybe about six and a half feet on average, going up to seven, maybe coming down to make Trey and MD stoop a little bit in a couple of places, uh, but mostly tall enough that you can walk upright, though you will be pretty close to the ceiling if you're doing that. And you can see that it just sort of bores back into the bank here uh, and goes two places. One, there clearly is a branch that goes to the left. And two... A hero point. There is a 
hero points for MD again. What's up with the ones? The battle is irrelevant. It just needs to be won. <laughs> <laughs> From an anonymous secret supporter. Oh, my oh. secret supporter. It's a mystery gift. It could be anything. Catch your breath. Just take a moment, then get back in there. Hmm. And you can see that there is what appears to be a barricade straight ahead of you. A solid series of just logs, raw tree trunks, bark and all, that have been lashed together side to side to form a wall. As you move into the cave, you we had just a double check. You were... You, I'm, are you assuming probably not sneaking anymore? I'm going to be seeking again. You're going to be seeking, you're going to be investigating, and you're going to be scouting still? I'll probably stay on scouting. It's, it worked out pretty well for me there. Plus make ones make a big difference. a perception check there, MD. Natural one. Oh, you did it. Oh, you did it. I'm going to keep rolling this die. It's the new dice. It's the new, they got to break them in. You got to break, you got to warm it up. You, gotta, yeah. uh, you really got to warm that one up, man. That's yeah. going to be, like, that is the coldest die I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Just, all right, while, I while you proceed, and while I'm just, like, describing rooms and stuff to you, why don't you just sit there and just roll that a couple of times and just get some sauce in it, like, just roll it around in your hands. Yeah. Can, we get, it, can we get the dice from that seat back over here? That, those want, dice don't like me either. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most insane. Give that a roll. I've never seen this before. Three. It's not a one. You have rolled six, four, five or six ones, and, like, that plus two dice. Know. Like, you and you're doing something that's like <laughs> that is literally nearly God. impossible. <laughs> we're like I don't know what <laughs> we're like five deviations away from the mean here, <laughs> like this. <laughs> you, Trey, and Cami make your way into this cavern, and just a couple of steps past the sheet of vines, this whatever this creature animated mass of plants was that you had stricken down, you hear a snap like a wire breaking and before you can react a blade swings around like a scythe from the corner of this left extension no. whipping towards the front of the party uh, it is going to roll at Trey and MD that can't be far enough, far enough back that it wouldn't quite catch you 22 looking for not a crit it's going to be Gonna use a villain point on, on MD a hazard because there's no justice in this world if it hits Trey and not MD. <laughs> you know, I'm on the side of justice. I mean, I have rolled six ones. What could he have possibly done to you in this? It's episode? gonna be a 38 to hit uh, you, MD. right? Oh it crits and a 29 to hit Trey, not a crit. So, there's a lot of justice in this there world. There is justice in this world. <laughs> I rolled a two to hit you the first time. I'm like, ah, oh, oh, there's no way it's hitting Trey and not MD. I can't let well, this happen. It could have hit me and What is the stopped. purpose of having a GM here to run the game yeah. if I allow something like that to take place? What would he possibly need Pity? to be punished for in this episode? He's done nothing <laughs> but roll ones. <laughs> That's he the one he needs to be he punished for. He anything to you. He deserves this. He hasn't gotten that far yet. <laughs> You've done this to me. This... Hey, that's double digits. If only you were asked. Are you ready to be one shot? Oh, that's really close to max damage. Okay. Double it. I could take six. Double it. <laughs> Let me hear the number. Double it and give it to someone else. You are going to take 
If you say 50 something, he's <laughs> dead. I'm so glad oh I was God. standing in the back. <laughs> I'm not even a part of this. You are going to take 32 points of slashing oh, damage. Oh, 64 for him. You are going to take 64 points of slashing damage as this scythe flicks through you. I catch it in my chest. And yeah, I imagine just embeds itself. This has got to be fully impaling itself through MD as it stops. Stabbing Let's through his torso. Hands. Okay. So <laughs> Let's take I'd like some to think time. It it's hits all okay. Him and like pierces his armor. It hits me and just like flattens me. Like it just knocks me down. But it, it like got him. Not three. No, no, you're not. We're doing something <laughs> about that. We're, just, we're gonna lay on Can hands. Uh, I do more now. Give me a second. That's a ton of damage. <laughs> 18. It's a, you have 18. <gasps> it's not supposed to be that high. I rolled like the opposite what you're rolling. 18, now you have 20, 20, 21. And she reaches out and you feel this somewhat familiar healing magic. You've seen the effects of this somewhat before, these almost hair-like strands just kind of reaching out, binding wounds closed. But this is a dramatic injury, one that were Cammy not here to immediately heal you from, you would almost certainly just bleed out on the spot. Well, maybe a lesser man would. MD, questionable. You physically see these little strands slowly, moving almost like this creature you just slain, lay themselves across your wound and fester. The blood pouring out of you, visible flesh inside this cut kind of knits and mats over with a blanket of almost lumpy yellow growths staunching the bleeding somewhat. Almost like a sheet of moss around a tree. Why is it always the chest? Biggest target. Maybe, maybe we should do it two times or something. That didn't <laughs> seem to take very well. Did the blade <laughs> come out of like a hole in the wall? Like swing out? The blade out? came from like around that corner. Yeah, like they bent it. around because there's like a fork I'm in the cave. I'm breaking it. Yeah, yeah absolutely doable. Trey. It is on a pretty simple half. You can just stomp on it and snap it. No difficulty at hey, all. Trey, can I hold red destiny? Yeah, yeah. No, I'll happily hand you red destiny. Now I'm, now I'm dual wielding. Can't get sneak attack on better destiny, but you know what's better than a fist? I'm pissed. Um, it's a D8. It is a D8, so it's good. So you can sneak attack it. It's not simple. No, uh, weren't we doing the rogue redo thing? The rogue the, redo the thing, partial proficiency. We don't know what they're gonna. Yeah, do. we don't know. I'm yet. just I'm getting sneak That's attack fair. on the war razor because it is agile finesse. Yes. So you got something matter. right there. Oh. <laughs> no, like on like on you. SMD <laughs> breaks the uh, the beam this is attached to. You can pull the blade back out of MT. <laughs> and see just a little ream where it just punched right through your oh nice gosh. new breastplate. Oh, Did you know that when knives leave a wound, it makes a sucking sound? Hmm. Great knowledge. Could have gone without. But You're very welcome. Glad I have it. Thanks, buddy. Blood is also very sticky. This is somewhat shocking, I imagine, to the group of you after, you know, how nothing. Yeah, that was a nothing sandwich. Was, and then you walked in and MD almost instantly died. You know, karma. For the scythe. You kind of stop in your 
foot, so you kind of stop in your tracks for a moment, looking at this. And very much inspecting the area around you. Changing. If anything else is going to happen. Yeah, changing from scouting to seeking. I'm changing from seeking to scouting. <laughs> I will investigate. <laughs> As you look around, it occurs to you, Trey, that you have actually been here before. This is not your first time in this weird little cave north of Thrushmore. And you remember... This is not my first time being here. Was that what you say? <laughs> you remember walking up this before, picking your way around this embankment up to the front where that same sheet of vines was still hanging. But this time you're not traveling with these two. You're traveling with the girl from the bar, the blonde-haired woman with the bright green eyes, uh, who has a rapier on one hip now and, like, three different braces of knives wrapped around the leather armor Necessary. covering her body. You look like a knight, absolutely kitted up in heavy steel plate armor and an enormous great axe slung across your back. As the two of you come around to the front, you both stop maybe like 10 feet back from this wall of vines. You call out, Daradella! Come here! Now walk into this stupid fern! And you wait a minute, and then hear a heavy creaking sound as that wooden wall, that series of logs, back at the end of the tunnel, slowly pivots and you see a small figure emerge a halfling with green leathers drawn about her not so much armor as almost decorative her bright fiery red hair speckled with bit twigs and bits of leaf just kind of throughout it as if she just doesn't care enough to do anything about it uh, and she's got a big, visible scar running from her forehead almost all the way down to her chin across her left eye. And as she comes out, much of what happens after that is a blur. You don't remember exactly why you were there or what was said or what happened, but you were talking. You were upset with her. Not you personally. You didn't care. But the Count was. Somebody else was. Someone that had sent you here. And all you remember is her anger. This little halfling, a fireball, as she screams at you guys, hands exploding into flames. She just bares her teeth and spits something out. And you just grin and reach back for the haft of this giant axe. And the woman next to you immediately puts a hand in your arm. No, no, what are you doing? Here to talk. Down, Hoglum. They didn't send us here to kill anyone, did they? Just... It'd be so much easier. If the point's to get rid of her, we can get rid of her. That's not what he said now, was it? No. Hands off, stay here. You. And she turns around to this halfling, hands still in, uh, inflamed, teeth bared, 
and takes a step towards her. And then you are back here in the tunnel. Back here with Cammy, I imagine, desperately trying to help close this wound <laughs> through it's MD's okay. torso. Just it's bought okay. this armor. Like you literally bought it yesterday. We bought it today. <laughs> today. <laughs> you bought it like ten hours ago. I had my lucky claw this wouldn't have happened, you know. Mine held up pretty fine. Oh yeah, you, I took all of it. You You got hit by like the half. He's, <laughs> he's fine. He's fine. I'm gonna pour another one of these into him to be honest. <laughs> I'm gonna you, take uh, a gamble real quick. Another yeah. focus point, another lay on hands. You see this sort of moss that's growing across the wound here start to almost bubble and pull itself into knots it's and masses healthy. that grow out almost like the caps of individual little fungi just kind of poking their way through as it starts to billow up into the hole in the armor even the bleeding stops if you heal for 18 more mm. i feel like i'm not helping i, I mean sorry. i feel loads better it's kind of cute um, I'm gonna take a little start gamble. Looking at the little fungi, the little mushroom. They are soft and spongy. It feels like it looks like it would. You gonna take a gamble? I remembered something. What do you remember? Facing into the cave. Damn it, Daradella! Forgot about the sword. You wouldn't immediately hear anything, save for a growling followed by a couple of barks. It sounds like a dog or a wolf on the backside. And then you would hear a voice. Hey, hey, quit it, shut up, hey, shut up. And the barking would stop and you would still kind of hear a low growling. You better like, get out of here. It's different business this if time. If I like see your stupid face, I'm gonna set it on fire! <laughs> Her voice cracks as she screams. That's the gamble. You don't have to see my face. I will leave the cave if you'd like to talk. Pause for a few moments. Still hearing the low growling. Backside of the door. All right, you, like, you know what? Fine, fine. Wait, over there. Just get out of the walkway before someone sees you. I assume she means the alcove. Probably, you can't see her. Well, th that's the only over The there. only place it could probably be referring to realistically. Yeah. So just walk on in there. Let me finish this. Take your time. A waiting room? We're just in a waiting room? We're just going to sit over here and attend to wounds for a few minutes. <laughs> you guys head into a, a pretty dark uh, part of the cavern that has bored more into rock. Much of the wall in here is dirt and earth. It's not very stable at all. Uh, but this part has bored, well, it goes down a little bit, like a foot or two, into just a porous gap in what appears to be possibly limestone around. And the whole chamber smells like fertilizer kind of smells like wet mulch in here it looks like the den of a bear or a wolf or something there are just some scattered cleaned animal bones just piled somewhat randomly around the room 
as the group of you head down. And you walk down in there, and MD, I imagine, immediately goes to take a knee to let Cammy kind of get to him here. <laughs> but Cammy, you smell something a little bit more. You got the fancy nose. It doesn't just smell like wet mulch. At first, you, you're kind of fixated on this weird thing that's growing out of him. It smells like rain. You know that smell isn't actually rain. It's mushrooms. It smells like fungus. But it's not that. It's strong. Almost like a rotting, decrepit fungal smell. And it's coming from a very specific point. And it's moving towards you. And you notice this in this small cavern as this smell approaches. And you can just barely see what appears to be a little haze in the air of a creature that has come right up next to you, reaching out towards Trey. And it is there we will take our midstream break. <sighs> I'm in danger. I'm a fun guy. We're going to stand up. It's actually up. kind of the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to stand up, stretch our legs, grab some snacks, refill your drinks. Feel free to pee them if you got them. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes here. The break's going to be probably about 10 minutes, relatively consistent with it. We'll have a timer on there. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for your support so far. If you want to help support the show a little bit more and get something very direct in return for it, we recently overhauled our Patreon, so there's just one tier on there now. One $5 tier that gets you access to, at the moment, post-show content for all of our shows that are happening on The Undeniably Good Time. Every episode of Strange Aeons since Season 2, every episode of Malevolence since we started doing this, and all of the things that we're going to be doing going forward with us, the cast, hanging out, talking about the episode, or just, you know dumb unrelated crap as we are want to do we get sidetracked very easily it's always entertaining though it is you could say an undeniably good time we'll be right back everybody don't go too far welcome back everybody as we left off we were in the waiting cave <laughs> For our uh, impromptu... We're on hold. <laughs> you are on hold. This is literally the hold cave. For our impromptu meeting with Daradella. someone named Daradella, a halfling that it seems Trey has some memory of before. It doesn't seem like she it was a great like memory. Me. You don't seem like your friends, but that is largely a recurring theme with a lot of the people that know you in Thrushmore, it's starting to seem. Unless, Unless your name you're is Kevin. Easy. <laughs> He's actually had a pretty. Easy is the guy. He's having the best time, honestly. Easy, oh man, Easy just like, yeah, man, I would love it here. Thrushmore's awesome. <laughs> Meanwhile, you guys. Yeah, when do we all get back? Story that girlfriends. You've been recognized by one person That's who true. was also nice to you. I have friend. You also have friend. That's true. I don't friend. have any friends. It's just you. It's really just Colby. <laughs> we talking about? I have women chasing after me. Duh. He, he is irresistible <laughs> to a, a specific woman. But as we come back into our situation here in the, in the cave, what would have been a pretty, pretty difficult perception check, I'm not saying it's DC 28, but it'd be DC 28. Uh, that's a 20 for me. <laughs> to notice this thing, fortunately, <laughs> is only hidden from sight as it approaches the group of you. And Cammy here... 
can smell that one coming a mile away. Speaking of, before we continue, let's briefly go across. Who is Cammy? Who Cammie. do we have here sniffing things out? Cammy is an itty bitty gnomish witch, which uh, with the the best sniffer this side of the fantasy Mississippi. <laughs> I wish I could name a major river in Galarian, but my knowledge doesn't go that far. No, Mississippi. So. Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's it right there. Um, um MD, a uh, org who's having a very, very bad day. A little stabbed. A little stabbed. stabbed. And finally. Howdy, I'm Derp, and I play Trey, the Hobgoblin Frontliner. Any of you who are listening to this on the podcast, thanks for jumping back on board. I know I kind of let that one fall off the face of the earth for quite some time, but those of you who aren't, that is an option. Again, now we have recently brought our podcast back up, and all of our stuff going forward is going to be available. You just search UGT Show on pretty much whatever podcasting hub you use to find your podcast, and you can just listen to these shows however you want to. Because we left off, you smelled this thing approaching. And Trey, maybe you see a little bit of this shimmer. Maybe you see Cammy, kind of frantically looking right next to you. Maybe you just feel the weird, squishy limbs of this thing starting to reach out for you. But it does not seem like it's particularly friendly. It's time to fight. I'm going to need initiative for everybody. Do we get a scouting bonus for this? Uh, yes, because you are scouting. That's about um, right. Well, it's what's about right, Trey? Uh, nine total. I rolled a one. Gives you five? Like, holy crap. I'm just like, yeah. now I'm thinking mentally because my comparison's like, I know about where the bar is because Talus is five on malevolence. And I'm like, Talus got a plus 13 to initiative. You got a nine total. Okay, well, Cammy. I'm an expert with a minus one. Oh, right, wisdom. That's fair. Cammy. Six on the die, 18. Six on the die. I have 10 Literally double. An incredible initiative. MD. <laughs> Two on the die, 12. I'm here to tell we've you. Determined, <laughs> we've determined that this is just, this is stage fright. You got an 18? Yes. I'll just tell you if I do not roll a natural one, it's going first. Like, I'll just go ahead and lay that one on the table. It's going first. It's <laughs> just put it. You can re-roll you know that. I yield. I, I, I don't <laughs> after, roll. After, after you. you. <laughs> I allow it. We allow it. Yes. This thing which card I am not going to put up because it's not actually what it looks like. Uh, you are going to feel what feel almost like a soft, spongy grip on one side of you. And you see just a brief kind of haze in the air in front of you as a almost face appears. It's not human. There's two tiny little dots for eyes and a giant jagged, almost like jack-o'-lantern mouth about as big around as your hips that just monches out towards you. Uh, you are going to be flat-footed to this attack. 20. It's 20. Exactly in there. And as it bites you, you are going to take nine, whoop, hold on, 14 points of piercing damage. Uh, this maw, not nearly as soft as the weird little spongy hand. 
And as it kind of bites and crushes into your scale mail, you feel the points of these teeth poking through in some of the gaps. It's just going to continue to gnaw and try to bite down again. Four. Uh, well, it's going to be an 18 total. And then you feel another little squishy hand come around and he just tries to give you a little hug. Whatever this thing is, you still can't really see it. But as it bites and as it grabs onto you, you can make out kind of where it is. The thing is maybe about four and a half feet tall. It almost just looks like a cylinder with these little reachy bits coming out and this big maw right in the middle of it. It's a weird little guy. Grab on the minus 10 is going to be a 16 versus your 4 DC. Not even close. Uh, and easily going to be able to pull back from this. As it's almost it strikes you more as like curious than super what does this aggressive. Taste like? um. Cammy. Um. <laughs> so let's talk about a thing that I'm actually not really sure has super turned up oh. in Aeons yet, and that is hidden and invisible creatures. So while this thing is attempting to chew on Trey, and even for you when it's not, because you can smell precisely enough that you can smell exactly what square it's in, you know where it is. <laughs> Smells so good, you can <laughs> you still narrow it down to a five-foot radius. Yeah. You know what square it's in, just by smell. That's what Sensate Gnome does. Uh, unless yeah. they have some way to hide their smell. You could smell where, where these two were if they were hiding down to a five-foot square. Okay. Uh, it just hasn't, there hasn't been things that are really hidden yet, so it hasn't super kicked in. You know where it is, but you still cannot see it, which makes it difficult to target precisely, not just with traditional attacks, but even also with spells, even mental spells, that you have to still like put them into something. So if you were to just attempt to cast a spell or strike at this thing, you're gonna be rolling a flat check first, and it's gonna be DC 11, just a 50-50 on whether you actually get exactly where it is or not. Can I still cast touch spells? It would still if have I'm that 50-50 okay, chance. Okay, okay, but it's, I know enough that I could, that's an, okay. This smells so good, so, so good. Doesn't smell bad, it smells like rain, it smells kind of like wet moss. Like a little bit of decomposing moss, but that's not like super awful. It's relaxing. Kind of. Ooh. It's weirdly, actually... it also smells very much like blood over here. Oh, sorry. I a little bit on tray too now. Um, okay. I'm going to, um, <laughs> a little bit late. Cammy's gonna go, uh, watch out! <laughs> <laughs> as you hear the crunching of metal as this thing bites in the no, trace. No, watch desk. out! Watch out! That's stoked the heart. <laughs> <laughs> and it's incredibly helpful. Um, <laughs> um, and then, um, <laughs> oh, he's so scary. I'm going to, um, <laughs> kind of scanning around the room, like <laughs> narrowing in <laughs> to like kind of get onto one the radar. <laughs> point, like scanning over. And then coming back to center and being like, I know where you're at. <laughs> and that's going to be Phantom Pain. Okay. So that is a wheel save. I need the 50-50 first. Oh, that's right. 50-50. That's the number that you need. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Excellent. Will save. Ooh, he's a dum-dum. Okay. <laughs> he's got squirt Good. brain. Good. What's my DC? Okay. 
I'm ready. 21. That is exactly my DC. <sighs> Regular success. Okay. Um, so, okay then. Well, it could have been. So, you will take. Okay. So, you're going to take 2d4 damage. Poke him in the That's brain. That's going to be. Um, and no persistent damage, and it's actually over. That's not a good way if he succeeds. He's a little bit sad. Four, six. Six damage. Boink. Got a little headache. Take that. Got him, idiot. All right. MD. So even if I seek, would I still have the 50-50 to hit him? Yes, and you would not need to seek because you can see him enough to tell where he is. Cool. I'm just going to run all the way down the typical Trey MD fighting style. Yep. Sandwich him. Um, the flank is red now, destiny. He is still flat-footed. With red destiny, just one good swing from the left hand. Um, the hit, roll the two. That's the 50-50. 50 yeah. So, nothing on the 50-50, unfortunately. 50-50. Give me your second 50-50. He's hard, he's hard to make out. Um, that's a 20 on the 50-50. That passes the 50-50. There you go. <laughs> there it is. Um, and then to hit the 13... Um, he's flat-footed. He's flat-footed, so... Plus 9, 22. 22 will just hit his flat-footed there. Cool. Now, notably, you do Bad not news. get sneak attack. You <laughs> can't make him out well enough to deal precision damage because you can't see where to precise. Well, you precise it right in the body. Um, 4, 8, uh, 11. 11 points of damage, not bad. That brings us now to Trey, who is being a little bit monched. There's plants and things like that. There's some bones around. The floor of the chamber is pretty muddy. There's some scraps and plants and yeah. Daradell, if this is yours, you've got about 10 seconds to save it. And um, poke, 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 poke. Intimidate. Okay. I'm gonna demoralize it. Ooh, smart. Intimidating glare. He's definitely looking at you. For a sixteen, uh, but I'll re-roll that because that was only a five on the die. Fair enough. We can do better. Wow! I hit the very front. You did. You hit the edge of the lip. I saw. It. I saw oh, what happened. That rolled all the way down the calculator. Yeah. Even better. It's a one. There's a lot of ones but here. This I know he's a critical fell on demoralized, but I do not know what it is. You can't do it. It's just you turns there, off. There's you, no, the man is not afraid of you. Is yeah. there a no you? There's no critical. <laughs> there's it's no not critical. Bon Mo. You don't intimidate yourself, yeah. fortunately. There's no critical failure for demoralizing. Yeah, you just can't do it again. It's got a 10-minute immunity. But it, so. it, uh, yeah, you, you look at it. You don't know what the response is, yeah. but it doesn't seem to change its actions. Well, time to stance up. Fitty fitty? No, uh, stancing. Using my... Oh! Yeah. Uh, What is the at level DC? You are five, it's 20. It's 20? It's 20. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, that's definitely not going to succeed. That's a 16. Yeah, 16. You're going to try to inspire your troops here. Your troops are... Uh, borderline insane gnome yeah. and a uh, half-dead orc who is bleeding out. Uh, <laughs> they're a little busy right now. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> neither of that seeming to be particularly effective. I'm just going to grab that spear and 
just shunt it through this space as best I can. Fitty fitty. So, cocked. Fitty fitty round two. It's time for serious. Uh, and that will miss. Just Trying off the to 50/50. thrust in, it's, it's difficult. It's really hard. The thing seems like it's a fairly big chunk. It doesn't seem like it's very fast, but it's spongy and kind of wiggly and you're feeling your blades just kind of graze and glance across it without being able to see exactly where you should be striking like they're skittering out to the side as if its body is rounded and just deflecting them uh but you're gonna feel it let go uh from you trey and turn around towards where it has been a little bit stabbed from the backside here and you're gonna catch this glimpse of this little visage as these big bitey teeth are gonna come in towards md is it our level or lower? It is six. It's one okay. higher than you. I just build a point on that. I'll build a point. We build a point that one. So I we'll build a point in that one. You're supposed to use these on EZ. He's not here. That's true. <laughs> no, hold on. You were right. specifically he's, instructed. That's true. <laughs> he's, but he, also, I raise you. He's not here right now. And I am in his seat. It's fine. Well, you are in his chair. There you go. Perfect. Ghost of Azan. He will understand. It's a. Uh, it's you know. It's, the, it's the spirit. That it's counts. fair. It's fair. Uh, Thirty-two to hit your flat-footed. Uh, that is a crit. He monch. And as goodbye to your bones. He monch. Oh. You already kind of wounded your breastplate a little bit compromised. Uh, you're gonna feel these teeth just punch in, you are going to take 48 points of piercing damage. Um, and I imagine probably drop. That's you, enough to drop me. Today's the max roll damage day. How are um, feeling? MD? Um, Pretty. You up? I'm down. Oh. Um, you are going to drop as this thing bites down into you. And then as you fall over, you see this weird little cylinder kind of tilt to one side like a sandbag just kind of flopping over. And you see the face rotate back around towards Trey as it just... Oh. For a 19 to hit your flat-footed. Nope. And one final little munch. Hum, hum, hum. With a 19 to hit your flat-footed. He's trying. He's trying to on you, but your armor was not destroyed by a scythe two minutes ago. Uh, Cammy, very bad day. My plans have changed. <laughs> I imagine. Very possibly they have. Forget previous plans. New plan. <laughs> New plans. I sustain stoked the heart. <laughs> I. <laughs> that sounds like the old plan. That, well, no, that that stays the same. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> Uh, Cammy over there, like getting ready to cast her new spell, sees uh, MD go down and goes, Oh, uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to march over to MD and cast Lay on Hands. <laughs> All right, you got plenty Again. of space to, to circle around. How good is having three focus points? Yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, and with not only 18 health restored, but also the very all important plus two status bonus to AC for a round. You would Don't wake up on the ever. ground, wounded still, but awake. Trey. Oh, no. What? I just, from erasing at my focus point box, I just tore through the paper. <laughs> It's outside of physical I don't have a sheet. box anymore. <laughs> we do be using papers and stuff here. We we all in the physical <laughs> I hate department. When that Trey used it just as expected. Here's another. Perfect. Because I'm South about to use Dakota. this one. Pump them. 
You got a lot of things to roll them on when you're making the concealment checks. Oh, no, sure. I'm using this one. Oh, you're using the power. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's your uh, turn, sir. Stay in the fight. Get up. Yeah, that sounds relevant. <laughs> it's very appropriate. That's actually going to be potentially useful. Okay. Um, called foe. Designate a foe that you can see. And you can technically see him. Plus two to all attack rolls made against that foe. Minus four to anyone else. Burn. Until the end of my next turn, Ooh. or until I crit, whichever comes first. Ooh, okay. Okay, that seems good. This okay. is a good foe to call right now. And uh, this is just going to be three quick thrusts. He's just trying to find the center of the Tootsie Pop here. So first one will succeed the flat check okay, with an 11. Okay, the first gate. Give him a whappity. And that will be a 22. 22 will just hit him. Ooh, we play a lot of exact lethal here today. For 10 damage. Ooh, solid. 13 damage, because I have stoked the heart. More solid. Second flat check will miss. And then third flat check will miss. I'm glad that's you a get, one. You get one good solid hit as MD quickly awakens on the floor with Cammy kneeling over him, just pouring more of this power into him. So the floor in here, is it like mud or it's, is it? It's pretty, it's muddy. It's, it's like, like mud-covered stone. There's maybe like a half inch of mud. It's pretty thick. Is it sticky, like sticky mud? Uh, Yeah, it's it's like, it's wet mud. So I'm gonna, kind of, as I'm standing, I'm going to scoop up a handful and just kind of splatter him with it. Fair make, make out a little bit more. Make me a 50-50 check. Can I help? <laughs> um, I can smell. I'm going to use Scott's and South Dakota's hero point to re-roll this because I am having a great day. 11. That's the number you need. Hey! All right. So you fling a big handful of mud up toward this creature. Make me an attack roll. Ranged attack. Um, it's a 12 on the die. I don't have my ranged attack for it. It should it's be probably exactly the same, same as your melee because you're dex Well, you no, just, I'm you just based. Based. It's, it's going to be one less. Um, so it's going to be 24 total. 24 will absolutely hit him. Ooh, 20, because he's not flat-footed to a ranged attack, so 24 will just hit him. Exactly lethal. You, on the ground here, easy range, fling a big handful of this mud and see it stick and splatter across the backside of whatever this creature is, revealing a very just round cylindrical body that kind of splits into two stumpy, stubby little legs. That even splats a little bit across the top where it seems to expand out, almost like a wide hat at the top of this thing. But with this mud splattered across it, you can see where it is. The check to hit it's gonna be DC five instead of 11. Perfect. I'm gonna stabby stab, stab, stab and some. Um, the ten on the die. So, minus so well, that passes the concealment check. Yes. So then we go for a fifteen on the die. There you go. You're welcome. Um, minus the five. <laughs> Take this gift, my yes. son. <laughs> Thank you. Um, for a total of crap, my head just exploded. Plus nine. Um, twenty-four. Twenty-four will do it. Ooh. And, and it is flat-footed. Yeah, I'll give you sneak attack. Now that you can see it a little better, I'll give you sneak attack on it. Yeah. Um, 5, 10, 16, 20. 
Ooh. As it just ram it right through. He almost doubled the amount of damage on this thing. This thing is awful. Just pull pull the blade out, and that's my turn. And that brings us around to the Manji land, which you can now see the face now somewhat eerily kind of floating out in front of the mud that splattered across the back of it, just like a, two feet out in front of it as it bites towards you. And I forgot a very important step that I'm going to need from Trey and Cammy as they saw MD Come go on, down. Oh, man. Oh, man. Ha! 12. You're good? 12. You're good. Hit those. Hit those. Nice. Good job. <laughs> you, unshaken by this, you've seen it before. This happens a lot. Steal yourself as this strange creature, uh, which is no longer going to treat you as flat-footed, attempts to bite as well. 22. 21. <laughs> hey. I've missed you by one. Three times three in times, a row. And you hit it with the exact lethal three times in a row. The plus ones matter, kids. And it's going to give one second little munch. Actual natural one. That one's definitely not Oh, no, re-roll it. Come on. I got one villain point left. Oh, yeah. Hang on. No, no. Spin, He's going to use it on, on a map. That's good. I'm gonna use, I got to use it on easy or his seat. It's been That's ordained. That's fair. It's a, that was not your instructions. <laughs> the seat is part of the man. MD, a- you're getting better rolls. <laughs> Let's hope this streak keeps going. Sot in South Dakota, take this. And also, <laughs> somebody used their bless. That was me. And they need to get that one back. Sandbox Town wants to see more big, funny numbers oh, show yeah. up. So take a bless. I want to read it so bad. Class might. This is what I Ooh, trained for. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Yes, it applies to everything you think it does. I know that one. Oh, and added bonus for Mr. Leahy, I get a villain point back. Hey. So I get two from the chat redeem. Thank you. It's going to do these two bites, and then it's going to see that it's going to kind of put two and two together. You're dodging it much more effectively. You can kind of see where it is. It's gonna sort of drop down, turn away from you with its back to the wall, and spend its third action wiping the mud against the wall, trying to clean itself off. This is absolutely gonna provoke. Mm-hmm. I mean, DC five check first. DC five, that's a two. If you try to swing it, you don't expect it to go down. That's not what you thought was gonna happen. <laughs> But it's going to spend its third action cleaning the mud back off. And as it kind of sits there, down, trying to get clear, it becomes pretty hard to pinpoint again. Cammy. But I know where it is. I mean, yeah, you know where, you can all know where it is, but it's really oh, hard okay, to, to okay. make out. I was, af- I was worried it moved after that. <laughs> that was his last action. Oh, okay, 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 okay. It's a little smarter, maybe. <laughs> I am it's going to... Tell you what I'm going to do. Okay. Um, <laughs> Tell me a story. <laughs> so first, I sustain stroke the heart. Fair That's enough. That's my signature move. Um, <laughs> next next action. Stroke the heart. We're going back <laughs> to plan before MD dropped. <laughs> um, I start to build up my spell again, and it is Needle of Vengeance. Ooh, okay. So I imagine a long needle just barely kind of pricking the back of where I assume this guy's head may be. I can smell it out. Um, And I'm going to say if it takes a hostile action against him. 
<laughs> trying to incentivize. Fair enough. Maybe to not to. 50-50. That's right. 19. That'll do it. All right. It's it, happening. Um, it's no save or anything, right? Natal Vengeance is just like on there? Or is there a basic It's a save? basic will save. Basic will save. All right. He do not be the smartest guy in the world. Woo! 12. Excellent. <laughs> Great Wait, Not news. a critical failure, so uh, but, a, but a regular failure. Last action. I'm gonna of Vengeance 1? Yes. Ooh. It's a hex. Ooh. Oh, it's a hex. Mm -hmm. Right, it's a hex. Okay, you got one left. My last action, I go, come here, boy. <laughs> and gonna... you see your own <laughs> invisible little figure just kind of appear on your shoulder and look. I say, prep my weapon. I'm giving him two actions, and he and, has thumbs. And, and and blue, <laughs> okay. Blue scampers down your body to where your crossbow is kind of slung on a strap around your hip. Do and you know then, he has three because he's independent as well. No, he, he takes right? over independent. Dead oh, overrides oh, it goes over. Yeah. Either way. The scampers down <laughs> and grabs my arm. You see his dumb little mittens just grabbing and trying to undo <laughs> the strap on the crossbow before he kind of just gives up and drags the whole crossbow just sort of up your body to where you're just waiting. Excellent. <laughs> no, keep going. It off across your, across your back and it comes back with a bolt. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> you have a loaded light crossbow in your hand. Yes! <laughs> Trey. I imagine it takes forever and, and I'm just standing bow. there with you're an just, arm you're out. You're just standing there while Trey's going. And he's... <laughs> You gotta do your magical girl transformation. He's a regular sized chameleon. It's like it's... Oh my gosh. So, the mud seems very effective. The mm -hmm. mud is currently not in effect. Right. He's wiped I it will off. reapply the mud. Fair enough. Gotta keep your mud so, facials up. I mean, flat it's... check first. As Worst I, uh... case scenario, he's basically slowed because he has to wipe it off. Yeah. Uh, it's back to 11, right? Yep. Well, then that will miss. He throws some mud and you just, uh, some of it. Just kicking he's, some of he, it up he, at he's, him. Trying to avoid it now. He's realized why this is bad. This does not seem to be the mindless husk the pile of vines was. Yeah, I, I really don't like this thing. Um, intimidating strike. Ooh, big smacko. Give me that concealment. So, concealment is a four. Ooh, you, getting, you got the dice have moved this way. Is now. it worth rerolling? I would say this is worth rerolling, actually. Fair enough. Reroll that concealment check. Scott in South Dakota pumping you with unlimited power. Exactly. 11. The unlimited ex the amount of exactly fills <laughs> in this the exactly fills in the one off. Sorry, give me that attack roll. And this is at a plus 17 for a 32. He's flat-footed to you. A 32 will critically hit. Yes. So, my card That's that 20 for Oh yeah, yeah, that's 20. My card would have lost effect, but that was my last attack anyways. Oh, perfect. So, um, it wouldn't have crit without the card, actually. The plus well, two. There you go. And Called foe got us there. Plus 17 is a big modifier. Yep. That's a big number. And he That's take bigger than his number. That's not fair. 12 damage. 12 or 24? 24, because it's a crit. I was like, what the heck happened? No. <laughs> okay. uh, 24, and he is now frightened too. Uh, I think he's a little more than that, my friend. You bring up this big swing. The mud misses, but the, the kick up some mud and it. lunge How down do with you the spear. This? I literally, I go to kick up some mud as I raise the spear up, hoping to cover him, and then stomp into the thrust. Just die, you bastard! And you and stick it. You feel? Finally hit it. 
dead center mass here. And you feel it punch through the flesh and then just keep going. And all of you... Four cards. <laughs> burning them. All of you... You look like Jumbles in the last Malevolence episode. Yeah. <laughs> the spear... I all of you see the spear hit and slow for a moment and then keep going as he stabs down and the point of his new blade embeds itself in the ground. And then you let go and it just sits there like it's hovering. With this thing now completely motionless, fully invisible. You can't see it at all. As even dead, it does not appear. Ooh. Uh, recall knowledge? I'm investigating. You are, oh, you are investigating. What's your nature? Uh, my nature is 10. Should have given me this before. Yeah, I should have given you this before. Give me a minus uh, one. You <laughs> do it. You <laughs> looking. Uh, this is one of the we this is a weird situation. It's a strange edge case. Weirdly, I guess Cammy is a bit of an expert in fungi. Uh, you know, something seems to be coming through there. And this, the fact that you can't see anything about it, pretty much tells you exactly everything you need to know. This, you're confident, is something called a phantom fungus. Which is exactly what it sounds like it is. It's kind of what it looks like it is. It is a big, upright mushroom beast that feeds exclusively on flesh and just, it's, this is not magic. Just the biological makeup of the flesh of this thing, of the actual mushroom fungus, completely obliterates how light should reflect and reach your eyes. It just passively, naturally doesn't do it like it should. I want to evolve natural invisibility. So it is completely naturally invisible. Sea invisibility wouldn't even work on that. I don't know that it would because it's not magical. Sea invisibility just tries to counteract things, right? Yeah. It's completely natural. It's not magic at all. So, And it's a trick of the light? Basically. What it's doing is it the way... It's made of mirrors. The, yeah, it... it it basically does just refract light around it in such a way that you see right through it. It's incredible. You can see now it's been stabbed a couple of times and you have a moment to kind of look at it in this dim cave. The places where it's been struck, you can see big distortions, especially where the spear of Trey's has stabbed right through it. There is a big void that you can actually see. The, staff, the shaft of the spear looks like when you put a straw in water. Like it's it's refracted wrong. Things should not be going through it. It doesn't do that one right. But I mean, you are right. Things should not be going through it. That's why it's dead. <laughs> it is just a hungry, but about as intelligent as a dog, little creature. Hmm. Can I cast light on it so we can see it better? You Does can cast that... absolutely. If you cast light and you reach out to the nothing until you feel it, you discharge this magic you would have a glowing handprint on it that w would just be floating in the air. Hmm. I'm just gonna pull my spear back out of it. You see the handprint kind of like jiggle and you all hear a flump as it just, the handprint falls over. That was awful. <sighs> that was fun. For you. Deridala. 
We killed the guard dog. The barking start up again almost immediately. Is that another one? This is my last help of the day. <laughs> my funds have been depleted. I hope Trey and MD can keep the enemies defeated. You know it's Scott in South Dakota. You know where it's coming from. For the oh, it's two. That's a double. Oh Take goodness. your stack, oh Trey and MD. Each of you getting one. Excellent. Misdirected attack. Are you, are really good sounding things today. Are you going to let them beat on you like that? <laughs> Hasty block. <laughs> it was the best I could do. I realized in my excitement, I forgot to say because I was out of focus points, but I was spending, this was from Scott, it gives me a focus point. Oh. But nothing ended up happening, so instead I'm just drained one. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. So, but thank you. You, you healed it. Oh, I just realized in my excitement, I started sitting here. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> I mean, thankfully, drained one wouldn't have affected anything there. How are you guys looking? <coughs> Not I'm the best. all right. Drained one took have, some of my health, and wait, that's wait, wait, wait. the Thanks biggest hit I've hands. taken all day. So. Thanks to Hurley on hands, I'm at 18 health. How many devices does that land hands heal? I have that many. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are pretty bloodied at this point as these defenses, these creatures in the cave have done a number on you guys. It'd be great if Easy showed back up with whatever help you went to go get, but I you probably like would I'm go back to the pier. Two lay on hands worth of good. <laughs> well, what do you do? You call it the Daredevil again and don't hear responses. I'm going to save for a little bit of barking. And then... Just a subtle growl, and then nothing. Sit and heal. Sit here. The thing's dead. She's not. There's only out. one way into the cave. That's fair. About as defensible as you could get, really. You guys sit down. Pretty injured by whatever is up here. This doesn't really necessarily seem like it's the witch of Briarstone or whoever is responsible for the vanishing, probably, but. Based on what's here, fairly capable figure, it would seem. Due to the magical power of Cammy's Lay on Hands, I'm not going to, you don't need to roll any medicine checks or anything. It is simply a factor of time. Focus points. As, back. Yeah, every 10 minutes, you would be able to channel, as you sat there and just focused, a little bit more of this magic pumping out into MD or into Trey, who are both very injured. I imagine you're going to be here for an hour just healing them up and getting a single focus point back to hang on to longer if you wanted more. I could work with one. Uh, two would be ideal. Well, I mean, as you're here, nobody, Daredella doesn't come out. No one comes for you. It doesn't seem to be dangerous. You almost may as well spend the time to patch up as you can and to get as many focus points as you can. Hypervol! Cammy's feeling a little left out here. Here, hero point. Oh, Hyperball's on the board. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Man, hero points. That you guys are getting cards. Mm -hmm. You're and getting carded. I have magical reverberation. Oh. Such power comes at a mighty cost. Getting carded <laughs> like it's your 21st birthday out here. Damn, that's yeah. a lot of hero points going through the table. Oh thank you. Oh my gosh, thank you. Thank you. Hyperball. Hyperball. Thank you so much. After maybe an hour and a half. The pain having dulled, the bleeding stopped, your armor still 
Around your hole, this hole in your breastplate, the vestiges of whatever this magic Cammy's doing is still kind of clinging to the metal. Uh, now almost looking like thin veins radiate, radiate out into the steel around this hull. Cammy would have her focus points back. You two would be healed, and whoever is inside this cave did not come to investigate. Well, based on what I remembered, might have ran. I said we kick in the door. Oh, I was about to suggest it if you didn't. I, I, we don't know her like you do, which is to say at all. I don't <laughs> know her at all either. Well, she's almost got me killed you twice. Name. I almost killed her in my memory. Well, let's finish the job. <laughs> Murderous intent. Been stewing so, for an hour. I'm going to go on over to what is it a, a wall or a door? Both, basically. It is literally just a bunch of tree, tree trunks lashed together, wedged into the cave passage. The whole thing must weigh north of 400 pounds. So it's just a huge physical effort to basically pivot it enough to fit through. It's not going to swing open properly like a door or a gate. It is just a stopper, just a blockade almost. Well, let's go. I'm going to knock on the door. I'll knock. I'll kick down the door. Yeah, the me. So I'll do it. <laughs> I will. I just did. I'm kicking in. I thought, the, you, were, I thought you were knocking. No, I'm knocking. Oh, you're knocking. Twenty six. Well, but it's it's, it's, it's all cammy. Eclipsed by you get, the sound you get, you of get my a plus kick. Two. He's he's aiding you. you get yeah, a plus I get a plus two. <laughs> I'm aiding you. Here Does we go. Does it? So then it's a plus one. <laughs> Is this athletics? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So fourteen. <laughs> you have a minus one. I, I you gave me help. So it's a 13. Minus, minus one, one plus, plus one. Two. I didn't you, critically you, succeed. Oh, yeah, you didn't critically succeed, right? But you it's a, a plus 13. One. You, Cammy? <laughs> you could have just let me in. <laughs> 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 the difference is so minimal. Cammy mm -hmm. raises her little boot and plants it in the door, <laughs> and with a mighty, powerful kick, it very slowly creaks open as Trey pushes it. Yeah. And 100%, it's the gnome kicking it that did it. Yep. Uh, the force ah! of your kick, so impactful, the door continues to just slowly grate across the floor for like five more entire seconds after you're done kicking it, that you kicked it that hard. Look at it go. For with nothing to even to aid it other than Trey's entire body. <laughs> Fun with the door. <laughs> I, I walked through the door. I'm like, well, I'm like, are you scared yet? <laughs> Terrified. You walk in to a much larger chamber. Uh, the ground's still sloping downwards, much like the little den you've just come out of, opening into a room with a lot of space in it and a sort of blackened, sooty layer across the roof of the cave. On the far side of the cavern, what must be, like... Honestly, 50, 60 feet away, this cave is pretty large, is a kind of haphazard assortment of stoves, cooking pots, tables with vials and glassware, alchemical tools, alembics, retorts, piping going between random bits of things, crates lined with hay and straw, more vials and vessels packed within. A tiny campfire burning. The smoke gathering near the ceiling seemingly to slowly filter out through a small little hole that leads up to the surface. And a figure 
well, a couple of figures, actually. Dogs. One you would recognize from your memories, Deridella, this small woman, not quite four feet tall, much as you remember her. Her hair kind of matted with mud and leaves and sticks, but still this blazing red burning through. Her outfit seemingly handmade with leathers, straps of bark and vines reinforcing it. And two creatures that as you come in, one, its legs splayed out, head forward, ready to lunge. The other just barking madly. They look like wolves, sort of. Little fungal. Their heads, where the top of their skull should be, is a fan of fungal shelves like those uh, mushrooms that grow out of the sides of trees, like those rounded platforms. A ring of those that comes out from the side of their head and arcs up almost like a crest above, completely covering the top of their head and where their eyes should be, almost down to their nose. Tendrils of this fungal yellow moss hang down from these and around their neck and their body as all of their flesh looks to be mottled and spongy barely with any fur, if you can even call it fur, growing out around it. This is what happens when you don't wash between your toes. Or behind your ears. Oh no. The woman <laughs> looks, turns around, looks at the group of you, looking almost <clears throat> confused for a moment, but not angry confused, like, like it takes her several seconds to even process what she's looking at as her eyes just kind of slowly glaze back and forth across the party two or three times. Yo! Yes. Like, what do you even want? Is it not enough for me to live in this cave? I ain't come back to the hill. I didn't bother any of you. I stayed here. Long story short, I want you to come back. Well, I want to set your head on fire. So, like, we don't all get what we want. That's not what I mean. I'm not the Trey or Huglum you knew. Something happened. Count's gone. Guards are gone. Whatever puts you here no longer stands. Cammy, you can definitely smell something pesh. on She's the air <laughs> in this She's room. Like <laughs> it's not pesh, but it's something that makes you a bit dizzy, just picking up the, the air of it. Something that goes right to your brain and uh, almost makes the room look a little bit more colorful uh, as you're looking through it. Something that sort of sharpens your, sight, your senses a bit. Just being in the cave with whatever she has been doing is getting you a little bit of a secondhand high here. She hotboxed the cave? She has hotboxed the cave, it seems. But she... Mm, no. No! Like, why would I do that? Why would I come back? No! You can stay here if you want. We were sent to check out the fairy fires over the, the lake. Wait. And uh, she takes a couple of steps forward and her dogs just kind of 
follow behind her. One of them's still growling. The other one's still like very in action pose. The other one walking pretty casually, just growling. You know how dogs are. Yeah. I mean, I'm she holding get, my spear, but like... She doesn't get close, but she puts, I guess like there's maybe 30 feet between the group of you. Oh, no, no. Like you... No, you've seen it. Like you've heard it. All of you have a little. I can see it in you. The inmost blot. Something to do with the dreams. It can be. It comes in dreams a lot. You can see it when you're awake, if you know how. But like, no, it's, it's, ooh. Wait. Are you guys screwing Mellison? Like. I don't believe so. Yes. <laughs> I'm like I said, uh, I don't remember. I just know your name. Well, which uh which thing that Melison was doing? Like no. I, which um, which one were you referring to? Cuz like lake. one we might be The lake. We were on where, the... where it sleeps, you know, like the 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 where it grows. Oh, right, the lake. Yeah. But, like, I I thought... I thought, um... Mellison and you guys... And you! Wait! Why are you here? What? Who? Me? What do you mean? <laughs> and she kind of scrunches up her eyes and pulls her head down, and you see her fingertips start to glow like a bright red like hot coals. And uh, she focuses, kind of flexes her hands a couple of times and shakes them out and it fades a little bit. You could literally see smoke drifting off where she's shaking her hands. You, like, you're the one who told her that it wasn't worth it. Like it was you. Why are you here? I don't. I don't know. That. What, that. Which. Which thing was it worth it? I'm trying. I've told her that a lot lately. So I gotta know. Like, which one you're talking. Which time you're talking about? You said like this was a waste of time and the empty death and like the Lord of the Woods and the uh, inmost plot and none of this mattered. <laughs> you. The empty death. The Lord of the Woods. Uh. That none of the that those. That, because, yeah. That those won't. Because worth like it well. they were just. Servitors, and you just should focus on the king, and that this was a waste, even though it's right there. It's in the. It's like it's in the lake. No, which which, which thing is in the it. lake? That's why I came here. But like, can you? For you, you, I see it. It's in you. We've the definitely king? been dealing with something. Yes. You can see the blot. Like, do you feel it? Do you feel the blot? No. I'm just going to agree mm. with her. I, I have no clue what she's talking <laughs> about. Like, if I need to roll deception, sure, but I'm just uh, going to go. That would be probably a deception check. Sure. Yeah, it doesn't have to be you, but, like, I mean, mm -hmm. anyone who's here can roll it. You're all present, working together. You're a team. Just thinking about it. Mm. re-roll that, too. Ooh, okay, fair. That's from, uh, that's the last They're last all, Scotland. except for the very first one I used from uh, Magus. The, the rest have been from Decoder. Blown cool. Pieces. So twenty six. Ooh, I'm twenty six. Trained in got some charisma. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, uh, yeah. Um, like, um, how? When? How long? How long have you guys? How long have you like? 
How long have you felt it? How when did you see when did you learn? When did you touch? When did you feel it? Like five you, days ago. How so, did you yeah. find it? How did it come to you? The asylum. In the night. In a dream. In our dreams. That's the truth at least. If that's what she's talking so just about. Just like a like like a regular dream, just like a like a No, not regular. It was a nightmare. It can feel like it. It can feel confusing and dark. And but like the tower and the moon. Have you seen those? No. They were in our dreams along with the lake. Oh, I gotta write this down. I gotta write this down. I gotta write this down. And uh, she turns around. She hurries back over to her desk, and there's some clatter of some glasses. She's just knocking some stuff around, and she's very hastily rooting for something. And you see her knock something over, and it kind of spills on the ground. And one of the dogs comes over and just sort of starts sniffing it. Pushes them away with their foot. Stop! Stop it! Um, okay. And she grabs just a little tome. It's not a journal. It's not a diary. It looks like it's a, like a botanical guide. To what and a she surprise! Just, the druid has a botanical guide. She just opens it up, and uh, to just the back, and then just starts scribbling in the margins of the book. Tower, like the moon, just like a regular, just like the moon. Oh. But like, give her a rough like, like the the lake, and then the tower, and then the moon on top of it. She comes back over a lot closer to you now. She's she's maybe like ten feet back from you guys. I get into her now. I'm going to just say like a lot naturally because I'm Derry Della Land. Yeah, she, uh, and she, she doesn't know what feet or spacing or any of that is anymore. She's blasted. No, she's she's just like a little bit of distance, but she's she's pretty close to the group. Now. She just waddles right back over and starts writing this stuff down. Just give her a rough explanation of the visual that we have in our dreams. spilling over to the, the inside of the back cover as she's just <laughs> writing things. Okay, but like... <clears throat> and she looks at MD... And looks down at the hole in her armor and uh, just drops the book on the ground. Just drops the book and the little pen she's writing with and wa- immediately walks over and just sticks a finger in the hole in her breastplate if you don't stop her. I've been doing that a lot too. This is weird. Don't do that. No, just like, like, <laughs> just sticks her nose in there. Just what is <laughs> What is this? That's a hole. What is but it's just, just like pokes the wound where uh, the scythe punched through you. And I need Trey and MD to make me fortitude saves. Oh. oh. She's stinky. If <laughs> uh, it was stinky, it'd definitely be Cammy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 16. Gonna use this hero point okay. that we rolled on that one. <laughs> no I mean, way. I rolled a three. I just have a very good fortitude. Save. I mean, there's seventeen on the die for twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. You, while you've been talking to her in here, you don't have sharp enough smell to immediately really pick up whatever it is floating through there, like Cammy has. But you've been starting to feel a little woozy and a little kind of off center, lightheaded almost. Trey. Is starting to feel it a lot worse than that. Whatever it is, you're feeling like you're the one that's high here. Like to the point where it's almost difficult to stay upright. It keeps feeling like your your equilibrium, your sense of gravity, just swinging side to side like the room is just kind of abruptly turning and jerking. You are clumsy too. 
and you have a minus 20 penalty to your speed, which probably puts you at 10. 10. I have fleet. Fair enough. You, at this point, can all see that Trey is, I mean, he came here drunk, but he's not getting less drunk. He's having a hard time standing up. Hey, uh, what you got cooking over there on the stove? Uh... <laughs> yeah, no, what is it? Did it hit you? <laughs> Did you like, uh... A bit. Uh, that's the malleas paste, probably. It makes your head spin, makes the room feel like it's sideways. It'll run its course, it just takes a couple hours. Hours? It's, As uh, I nearly fall over. <laughs> it's pretty potent stuff. Like, it's... Uh, <laughs> you probably won't die, probably. Uh... So I, like, just gonna stumble over to the the corner and like brace myself against the wall. You, and she just turns back to MD. You, you have this, this. Did it? It looks like, it, like it, like it, like it grew. Like this is, this is real. This isn't even in here. This is, this is like a, like an outmost blot. And she's just kind of poking at the those like veins that have grown through your breastplate, the little bits of this moss is fungus that are still kind of matted around where the wound is closed that's manif- that's a manifestation he's getting it's getting stronger it's like it's finally happening i think it's waking up i don't oh this is big oh this is big oh this is oh this is big and then she turns around and walks back over to the book and picks it up off the ground <laughs> okay like like um this is it. This is what I came here for. And like, and you said it was a waste of time. I am. I'm happy to be proven wrong. I. I'm Ooh. very impressed by what you, I'm going to try and peek at her book. <laughs> and, uh, she's got a clothes in her hand here, but I mean, you can just look at it. It looks like it's just like a published, printed, like Anything. hardbacked oh. like, guide to berries and fungi in Northern Ustalov. Like, it's, it's not... Nothing um, helpful. It's not even the place you are. You're in South Ustalov. Can like, someone even explain to me what she is talking about? No. Inmost, outmost, Lord of the Woods. The, she's you know talking it. You about know, the like, growths. You have to know it. No. You have to know it. I, 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 like, I see it. It's on all of you. You've heard it before. I've... It's not my place to share it, man. It's like... Whose place would it be? You have to, it has to come to you. It has to be yours. It like, it's gotta be organic. It's gotta like, grow. I'm gonna point at, at the, the wound. Can I stop being put on show? Grow. Yeah, like. The like, fungus. Like that. Was that. Just her magic. Okay, I don't know you. You seem cool, but you. And especially you and her hands just light up and flame. Listen, lady, I don't know what conversation we had, but I don't, I don't remember it. I don't remember it. I don't remember it. I, I don't remember. And you, you see, she clenches her fists and holds them up, and little sparks of red lightning just crackle out of her hands. Good. Hey. Juxtapose that- myself a little bit more between her and Cammy. That's rude. I lean around. <laughs> I'm rude. You're like. Take a deep breath. I'm taking a lot of deep breaths. And, no, and you're like, taking it's a not lot of shallow breaths. It's going to make me like either of you more. 
I didn't say you had to like me. I even said I wouldn't talk if you didn't want me to. And she opens her hands and the flames and the lightning go away. And she's just like kind of pacing back and forth, hitting the heels of her palms against her temples. I just let my dogs eat you. Both of you. You wouldn't want to do that. Why? Because then I would have to kill you and your dogs. Yeah. I cross my arms behind him. <laughs> Daradella, I don't know why you don't like me. I don't remember much of anything. We didn't come out here to fight you. We came out here because the torch was scaring villagers on the lake. You came out here last time because, like, you and Reese wanted to kick my ass. And you did. And you left me for dead. Hey, I'm going to tell you something right now. Very important. All of us are amnesiacs. None of us know anything about anything. We've completely forgotten everything. Why would I believe you? That's so convenient that you, like, come to my cave and don't remember being file. an asshole. Hold out my file. What is this? We it's came from the asylum. My Take record it. from the asylum. <laughs> they saying the prior stone? Yeah, they did. What? Terrible say wouldn't recommend it. We all have one. Hold on, shut up. Yeah, shut up. But guys, shut up. No, no, no. I'm just over against the wall like this with the world spinning around me. Like, like. You could have just made this. I mean, you've got you've got the count. You have the seneschal Melison. She makes all the official documents anyway. She just throws it at your feet and a couple pages and just kind of scatter out. You could have just made that. What, do you need my help again? Is that what it is? We just want answers. The only reason we're out here is the torch scared some villagers. Somebody <laughs> needs to give me a diplomacy check. I don't care who. You're all mm -mm. taking I'm part I'm in this. the wall. That's all I will do it if need be. That's all you. I'll do it. I'll try. I'll just roll another one. Well, not a one. Seven on the die, sixteen. The sixteen. Ooh, you got these. You have the couch. I, I have, need these. You have all of everything. Why? Will you just come to use me again? Was it just like a useful idiot? You want to come do more magic for you? Set up more of your problems? Fix your issues? And then just come here and beat me and leave me? What did you do to this woman? I don't know. But if you want me to leave, I'm happy to. I told you I wouldn't come in here. Oh, no. I don't want you to leave. No, no, no. Not now. And she turns back around and just kind of paces away a little bit and then turns and paces back. No, no. I'm ready for this! And lightning just, like, erupts out of her hands. It's and gonna surges go worse up than last time. Can I cast Calm Emotions? <laughs> Roll. She's high. <laughs> I feel like Roll this is a me great, a grand old time initiative. Okay. Everyone. Everyone can roll it, but I'm most at the moment interested in Cammy's because if you beat her, then sure. Okay. That okay. that's not okay. bad. Let's. What'd you get? Seventeen on the die. Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. I got a 17. 
I could villain point this, but I feel like this is ordained. <laughs> I, I rolled a nat one. She probably still beat me. She is very high. Absolutely, you can cast Convulsions. Excellent. I would like a will save. Twenty-two. Succeeds. All right. Well. I feel important. It's gonna have a minus one status penalty to attack rolls. So it is. I mean, it is. There's she a does soothing effect. She, she feels it. I mean, yeah. she does feel it's it. It's not like full out. She feels it enough that it like has a statistical penalty. So mm. she shoots this lightning out and you immediately cast you just cast a spell and sit there yep it's okay you can just give in to it because it's stupid magic you always do this. You and Malice and both. Have you been gaslighting people? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> you can't just let me. <clears throat> they don't feel right. <sighs> it's it's easier if you just give in to it. Um. I, uh, like, we don't want to fight. Then why would you come here? Like we said, we we're just looking for the light answers. Scared we didn't people. even know that we knew you until we got into the hall. He had like a flashback or something that's been happening the lately. The villagers are it's, scared. If you read the file, um, then you might have seen that in there. But you threw it, so. Um, but that's in the past. Um... So we didn't come to see you. We just happened to see you. We don't remember they being sent, mean to you. You. Okay, you like you, you like you want me to believe that they sent you to the asylum and you forgot everything and you got out. You got released or whatever the asylum does and just came here on your own for a completely unrelated reason. See now you're getting it. <laughs> you know that little bit you're seeing in us. That's from the asylum. The asylum's destroyed. We didn't get released. We escaped. A nightmare. Anyways, Trey, you want to stagger your way out? Wait. Hold on. I will wait. Mm, let me think. Ugh. That's so hard to think. So... Who sent you, then, if you're investigating my torch or whatever? The outside sleepless party. agency. <laughs> the sleepless agency. Why the sleepless agency? They're like the whole problem. I wish I could tell you. I don't know. We're looking for Melison. Do you know where she is? No, I don't. Iris Hill, I assume, like the only place she ever is. You know more than we do. 
You've only let me meet- I only met her like twice. But I mostly talked to you and you and Reese. Well, I apologize for what I may have done. Is- uh, is it possible How long does calm motions last? Um... A minute. Fair enough. Okay. Trey. <laughs> Another one. Magus Plains. Chat I'm going to have the stack over out. here. I'm have the stack of burners. My deck's actually getting really thin. <laughs> <laughs> Push through the pain. I'm fine, but that one took a lot out of me. You would, at that, this point, hear something. A sound from outside with the door, this big wooden blockade kind of pushed open sort of echo and ring through the cave and into this chamber. A huge, heavy, wet <gasps> plop, followed by a strange, chittering voice that just kind <laughs> of bores into your brain. What the hell is this now? Like, it's bad. what did you bring? This thing tried to kill us once already. I'll quickly explain big ball of flesh, jittery jabbers. And it followed you? You I brought it to my cave? Didn't mean to. We didn't know it was your cave. Well, then go, like, fix it. We'll be right okay. back. Can I'm going to start hobbling with my spear, trying to walk support out. Support my buddy Trey. His speed right now is... He is it's moving great. at like a shuffle. Is there another fortitude save? Give me another fortitude save. Automatically sorry. succeed. Oh my gosh. All right. I'm drained one. From Meg. No more penalty. Some more penalty. You 16 critically failed. You were ah. at stage two. But you will start to come back to it's literally 10 minute chases. You will. Immediately using this card. You will. Really nice. push through. You're drained one, but you will get better. Your clumsy condition is going to go down to one, and your speed penalty is going to go down to ten. Okay. So it's going to have the penalty. That's good. As uh, you start to kind of push through this, and the poison starts to run, it, run its course, as the group of you make your way back out towards the mouth of the cave to see what has followed you here. You've got a pretty solid idea, but what exactly we're going to find out there is an answer that we will get next week. Beans. Cliffhanger. We have investigated the strange lights, and while it sure doesn't seem to be the Briarstone Witch who disappeared all of Thrushmore 500 years ago, it is an extremely stoned halfling. Aren't who? all halflings extremely stoned? No, they're all very hungry. That is a sweeping generalization, I mean, Colby. I will not stand for such outright racism on my show. One, two, but yes, three, I don't it's like like five, five, half wings. six, seven, <laughs> eight. I don't know what this one says. You guys, thank you. I, uh, Scott and South Dakota has been together. popping oh off, saying Fox 10, dropping cards. so much in here. Hypervolt coming oh, 12. in. 12. We had Mr. 12. Leahy. We had Magus Plains. So much support this episode coming out from a chat that does not want to see the three-man cast die. <laughs> How many we ones? We did it. An, an uncountable number of natural. I mean, honestly, I rolled a ton of them, too. You don't see all the ones that I do. I got a pretty good number of uh, natural ones over here. It was a weird dice vibe in the room today. But that is going to be it for our adventures 
today. Thank you all for being here. Again, thank you for the insane amount of support. If you want to see more Strange Aeons content, our Patreon is the easiest and best way that you can support us directly and get a bunch of stuff back yourselves. Uh, you get to put some powers in and have a hand in the way the show flows here, but over on Patreon, you get a bunch of bonus content post shows that we're about to record here pretty much immediately right after each episode talking about the events of things we've learned our crazy theories and what our favorite flavor of bagels are uh just all over the place with whatever it is we have to be talking about that particular day you know it's the good friends it's like the pre-show but it's you know post i don't like bagels asiago we can't be friends bagels are inferior to biscuits we can't be friends either Wow, I didn't realize I was going to have to cut 66% of the Asiago is going to... Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I will take but, country sausage gravy biscuit breakfast. Okay, so now we're... we're this is... That's we, an the entirely went so different far. thing no, from We're in a no, totally no. different dish. I will take that over any bagel dish. Well, yeah, but ever. that's not a reasonable comparison. <laughs> because bagels are inferior. Anyway. That's like saying, yeah, I prefer New York Strip to if a chicken salad. prefer it, we've also <laughs> got the, the podcast up and running again to search up UGT show on I don't know anything about podcasts, man. Wherever you find podcasts, it should be there. Our thing's going into all the things that put it on all the stuff. It's on the Apple thing. It's on the other it's thing. It's on Spotify. I don't know. Where you, yeah, that probably has podcasts. I don't know podcasts, man, but I know we're on there. We got that going again, too. If you want even more Pathfinder, come join us Monday evening <laughs> with a show that starts at 7 p.m. Eastern, some late night Monday entertainment. Catch the tail end of the wonderful experiences of the Numida family <laughs> who get along very well and are not dysfunctional. No. In the house that's not horrible and full of bad it's things. It's lovely. It's a watched, great place. I almost watched one of them die. I tuned in for like 30 minutes. Yeah, that sounds like that a That could have been list. any episode. <laughs> <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> I was at work. I was like, what's going on? Oh, no. <laughs> Sully over here GMs that one. I'm playing over on that end. We just trade seats and grumble each other about how far we have to move the microphone every week <laughs> in another position. It's a real good time. And we, of course, will be back next week. Next Saturday, 3 p.m. Eastern. You'll find all this right here at twitch.tv slash UGT show. Thank you, everyone. Have a good weekend. Stay safe. Stay safe.